This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This podcast is sponsored by flashfilmacademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text flash film to 74121. That's one word flash film to 74121. All right, let's get started. Let's get this show on a roll. What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody has had a really good week. Today, we're going to talk about money. And, uh, you know, the money that comes with having competitive advantages, you need to create competitive advantages. It'll help you in the long run, especially when you have clients that are looking at what you offer and they're trying to compare it to what other offers they have. If you create these competitive advantages, then they won't have anything to compare and you will always win. That is why clients or customers or businesses that you follow have a bunch of stuff that's named something different that really does the same. But first, what we're going to do today is we're going to roll graphics. I'm going to get right into it. Let's go ahead and let's do that. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up. Because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? If this is your first time here on this channel right here, this channel is designed for content creators like yourself who want to turn your passion into profit. I'm going to ask everybody to go ahead and post where they're from so we can get that started. Go ahead and post where you're from, who you with, what, what set you claiming, all that good stuff y'all like to post and talk about. Um, but today we're going to get right into the, the nitty gritty. Let me ask you first, let me, before we even do that, uh, we don't have a sponsor today. I'm going to ask that you do me one favor. I'm going to post a survey in the comments. I'm going to ask that you fill it out. It takes three minutes and it allows me to provide you with what you need. So I'm going to post that so we can get those going. Um, all of my gold members who are in the gold member section, make sure you go ahead and join that zoom meeting now. So everybody and their mama can join in that Zoom meeting. It should be in under gold member lectures. 
go ahead and jump in and join it. You should be popping up and everybody should be popping in that thing soon because the after hours is going to be just that today. You know how we roll in the after hours um, or, or after show after hours. I don't know the name they gave it. Today, we're going to talk about one of the most important things within business, and it's having a competitive advantage by creating something that only you have. It's very difficult for clients to compare your stuff with other people's quotes and portfolios and proposals when you have something that only you have. So keep that in mind. Now, this tip and trick works if you do one thing and one thing well, and that's have a niche market. You have to have something that is very niche, right? And and let me give you some examples of how this works in real life. We talk about we talk about uh the Whopper, we talk about the Big Mac. Those are sandwiches that can be replicated everywhere, but because they have a special name, you feel like you're getting something special. When somebody wanna go and they want to get a Big Mac made somewhere else or they want a Big Mac from another place, people are like, we don't have a Big Mac. However, we can give you the same, put the same ingredients in people are like, nah, it's not a big Mac. We want a big Mac. Those are things that companies do. You start seeing names like retina display, uh, quattro four or different names, Hemi V8. There's, there's names to all kinds of things that are around you. And a lot of those things really just provide something that you can get other places, but you can't compare an Hemi to something that's not a Hemi. They trademark that name. So another company can't call their V8 a Hemi. Regardless of how they both just provide horsepower, they help. They both help you spin the wheels because one is a Hemi. People want a Hemi and then they push the idea that you got to have a Hemi, right? Every kiss begins with K. Like those are like little phrases that they make you feel like you got to have their diamond. If you're going to get a diamond, there's certain things in the industry you'll start to notice that companies will start throwing out there that you feel like you can only get from that one company. But when you take a step back and look at it you realize that it's just a simple cheeseburger with thousand island dressing and a extra piece of bread in the middle i can go anywhere and order that however they do a really good job at training you on the idea that you need a big mac if it ain't a big mac it's it's not good even though there's burgers that are bigger better taste great um you know well-made better ingredients if you don't have it you don't have it. So a lot of companies do it right. Uh, $5 footlongs, um, you know, hot and ready's from Little Caesars. A lot of companies have things that they name something that only they have. They trademark those names and they push that so that you can't cross shop it. The goal is to make sure you can't go somewhere else and say, do you got a hot and ready? No, but we got a pizza that's $5 and it's available. But is it a hot and ready? No, it's not a hot and ready, but it's for $5 and it's available. Oh, it's not the same. I'm out of here. (laughs) So you'd be surprised how often that happens, right? So as a content creator, if you have a niche, it's important that you develop some products that are uniquely named. I'll give an example of where I do this the most and where it has helped me grow and blow up. And that has been in the in the order of headshots, headshots, right? Creating what's called a cinematic headshot. We call them executive level headshots, right? What's so special about an exec? Nothing. We just light it a little bit better. We give it a very shallow depth of field. We clean your teeth, get rid of your your wrinkles. We make your eyes and teeth brighter and wider. And that's it. That's an executive headshot. 
Now, when they compare an executive headshot and, and another client who, who's just doing headshots, which one sounds better to you? The same price. If mine's a little more, it makes a little more sense. So simply because it's called an executive headshot and it's a higher end headshot, clients go with it over my competitor that's offering the exact same thing. He's just calling it a headshot. So we have things that are called uh, flash demonies, right? They're just quick testimonials. We call them flash demonials. Can't get them in there. You know, it's, you know, the thing is, I've had clients compare my flash demonial with another company that has a um, two minute testimonial, right? Theirs is called a testimonial, but theirs is two minutes. Mine's is 60 seconds. Ours is more than theirs. And they'll choose to go with us simply because it's a flash demonial. It sounds better. We want something that gets right to the point that tells it like it is in a short period of time. You, you need a flash demonial. It, it works every single time. It's a it's an easy upsell. It's to play off the name. So develop something that's within your niche that's designed for your target audience, your target client that plays off your name. You'd be surprised at what you can come up with. And you, if you have a lot of clients that are shopping your stuff, oh, I want to see what they're doing. Well, we got three or four guys. They don't have flash demonials. What they got? Testimonials? Oh, that's old. Yeah, we, our, ours are designed for your target audience. They're fast and they're ready to go. And, they're, and they punch your target audience right in the throat because they're designed to be quick, fast, and, you know, for your client. So... Think of something like that for your target audience and it will it will be different and it will differ based on what, you know, based on your client. Who is your client? What is their target audience? Things will be different based on that. So keep that in mind. All my people who are gold members, don't forget, we got the Zoom meeting up. You guys can jump in. We're going to bring everybody in in a little bit. Um, get, I see everybody in the green room getting set up. So take your time and go ahead and go to the community and check that out. But keep that in mind when you're looking to uh, when you're looking to offer something different. If you're doing a lot of proposals and nobody nobody's biting on your proposal, try this method. Try this method. You may even get clients come back and like, what's what's so different about a flash demonial compared to what they're doing over at a testimonial? Flash is designed by Flash Film Media. We understand your target audience. We've developed the ability to have a testimonial that's designed to be effective in a shorter period of time. What, what are they promising? It takes them two minutes to get that same information across. Your target audience don't have that attention span. We understand that. That's why we've developed the Flash Demonial. You'd be surprised at, at clients that's like, oh, yeah, let's do it. That's what I want. So... Make sure you look at things you offer and, and create custom names for, for complete packages. Um, those are those are, that, that will create a competitive advantage over the guy that you're competing with who is just saying, we can do this video. Well, we're doing it. We're doing a You know, if you shoot a lot of communication videos, whatever your niche is. Create something, create a, a product within that niche and name it something different. Right. Next time you go to Best Buy and you're looking at TVs, look at all the technology that only Sharp has. Look at all the technology that only this company or that company has. It's really weird that they're like Sony is the only one with with this or that. 
and you may get to the point or, or technology companies get to the point where they start to license technologies just for the name. Apple bought Beach by Dre, not because of the technology, simply by the name. And all Beach by Dre do is cut up the bass. If you listen to a good monitoring headphone, it's completely different than if you listen to Beach by Dre. Really good monitoring headphones that are designed to let you hear everything and mix everything are completely different than what consumer level Beach by Dre to just crank up the bass do. It's completely different. Apple bought Beats for the name, not the technology. They could have replicated the technology. But they understand that people are willing to spend more than Bose headphones in some cases. They're, more, they're willing to spend more for that name. That means profit margins are greater. That means they can sell less headphones and make more money, deal with less clients and make more money simply by the name. So... Keep that in mind. Sometimes it's about the name. The Beach by Dre name means a lot. It's a fashion statement. And people are willing to spend a whole lot of money simply for that name. So start to create those competitive advantages within your business so that you can offer that to your client. And trust me, I'm going to tell you how I came about this, like how this really this really started to um how I really started to pay attention to this and, and where it helped. There was one major place where it helped. It helped when I got shopped a lot and clients were like, well, this guy's cheaper. He's offering the same thing you're offering. If I can offer something he cannot match or come close to simply by naming it something different, then that's what I'll do. Especially if we work within this niche over and over again, I have the experience to create this product and say the reason I've the reason we name it this is because we've created a product that's based on just your niche. That's help companies in your niche go from X, Y to Z over and over again. That's what we do. That's why we created this product. He's just selling you video production. I can show you how I can get you a tripod for your iPhone. and You can set it up and do the same thing. I literally come at people like that. What he's selling you is a tripod holding the phone, holding the camera. What we're selling you is a company that has experience working with your target audience. And all we work with is, is clients like yourself. One of my favorite scenes in the movie is uh, and some, you know, those who talk to me know I like to talk about the movie 300. Right. You, you ever see where they start to uh, group with that other group? And he's like, what do you do? I'm a carpenter. What do you do? I I milk cattle. And it's like, what do we do? And everybody like kill. Like, that's all they do. That's how you want to present your brand. That's all we do is help people like yourself. So make sure that you create those competitive advantages. Roderick said, what's the topic? The topic is competitive advantages. Hey, guys, also keep in mind. Um, I know a lot of people don't get notifications. Make sure you either join the text list or, keep, or, or, you know, we, we have the same schedule every week. I do. I do that because a lot of times people don't get the notifications and they're like, ah, I missed it. So if you're listening on podcast, we do every Thursdays at 7 p.m. Um, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time CST. So make sure you guys are, uh, you know, if you don't get the if you're not a part of the text list, make sure you guys, you know, you know what, what time. We, we do this every week. I try to be consistent because I know people like to build schedules around it um, and everything. I know I got a few people coming into the Zoom room. I'm going to let y'all all in. 
We're gonna try this Zoom this week, so bear with me. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try it. Hopefully it's gonna it's gonna work. It just may look bad, but it's gonna work. We got, you know, the green room looking good, everybody chilling. I don't know if you guys can hear each other talk amongst yourself um before we get ready to bring everybody in. So yeah, so think about different ways and and i want you i'm trying to plant the seed i don't want to tell you exactly what to do i'm not trying to be vague with you with you guys but i want to make sure that whatever your niche is you're thinking of ways to create competitive advantages for those who are joining i'm going to post there's a a quick three minute survey i would love for you to fill out about flash from academy so i can continue to bring you guys great content and stuff that help i don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over again and it's not helping i want to make sure we bring you stuff to help it's a three minute survey if you can knock it out you can even knock it out while we chopping it up here talking so definitely make sure you hit that like button um so think about it if you if you create if you do a lot of testimonial videos right or i'll give you an example um we do a lot of brand videos right so what we do is we got we we got what's called a flash brand right which is a quick 15 to 30 second video talking about your brand if even if we do a complete brand video we like to do a quick intro right just in case you have another video or a lot of people who do presentations want to show a 15 second this is who we are 30 second this is who we are Right. We create those alongside of your two minute brand video. That's an upsell or something we may throw in when you purchase the package. Because we like to tell the story of different brands and we do that. You need a long version, you need a short version. Right. So depending on where they plan to show the video, they may plan to do, you know, TikTok videos and they want a 15 second snippet to come on. That's now their intro about their brand. So. We want to make sure that we provide that. Those are little things that, hey, when you purchase a brand video for us, we're also going to include, you know, a flash brand video. Well, what's that? The other guy just said they're just going to shoot our video and that's it. Oh, they're not giving you a flash brand. Oh, they, they must don't do this a lot. This must not be what they do. They must be what did, what did, what did they say on the movie Carpenters and and, uh, you know, goat milkers and all of that. All we do here is kill. <laughs> so you got to keep that in mind when you're talking to your client and be a little listen I, i'm not gonna say be a little cocky but be a little confident this is make sure you go in and speak with your client and say this is what we do those other guys you're talking to they do everything this is what we do we help companies exactly in your field grow or do whatever their pain point is and that's all we do you wouldn't go to a doctor if you had a flat tire when you work with those guys that do everything, they do everything. This is what we do. So make sure you are, that is expressed when you talk to your client. That is a, a very strong value proposition. And it's something that a client will, will totally understand and get. And if your price is more than the guys that do everything, make sure that they understand this. So that price won't scare them away. We're not Walmart. We specialize in this. If you want, you know, if you want Walmart and you want guys, you know, you know what type of customer service you're getting at Walmart. No disrespect to Walmart, but, you know, you know, the difference between your customer service at McDonald's and Chick-fil-A, depending on where you are in the world. There are certain companies that are even fast food companies that offer just a high level of customer service. Their food is a little bit more expensive and that's OK. I know when I leave a Chick-fil-A drive through, my order is correct. Ninety eight point five percent of the time. 
I know when I leave a McDonald's drive through I'm going to go through that bag before I leave the window. I don't care how mad you are because y'all always forget my apple pie. And nothing makes me mad than when I get home and I didn't open that bag up and I don't got my apple pie. You talking about rage. I'm fat. I'd be mad over stuff like that. Like skinny guys just be like, oh, no problem. Not me. I'm flipping tables. The kids know to go sit down. Don't mess with dad. He didn't get his apple pie. Nobody better not talk to I'm, You know, my mom called. I sent her the voicemail. I'm mad because I didn't get my apple pie. That's just me. That's a fat guy problem. Skinny people are like, what's the big deal? I'm not me. I'm, I, I was dreaming about the apple pie three hours before I ordered it. So for y'all not to have my apple pie. We got a problem. Let me just, you know, let me just take a breathe for a second. I'm just, you know, relapsing. <sighs> okay. We ain't going to think about that. But, you know, you know the difference. So, you want to make sure that, you know, you're viewed as the company that specialize, offer high, a high level of service, offer a great product. And, you know, this is what you do and not a general company that can do what they need. Very important. If you guys are like, man, clients are not paying. They're not calling me back. They're shopping me around. They find a guy that was cheaper, yada, yada, yada. This will help you eliminate that or lower that um, and help you become more consistent on closing deals, closing clients and, you know, having clients go through the complete sales process. It's very important that you start to think of these. When Remember, I told you it's a bunch of little stuff. It's a whole bunch of little stuff. Here, put that on the screen because I'm asking. They're asking for it. It's a whole bunch of little stuff that's going to take you to the point where you're closing more sales, you're getting more leads, you're able to do this full time, and you'll get really good at going into you know doing this as as your as your full time thing. Don't focus on the dollar amount. Focus on your ability to close a consistent amount of sales. Right? Don't say I want to do ten thousand this week. Say I want to get ten clients this week. Focus on that. That's what you should be focused on, not a dollar amount. Because once you start to close, you get used to closing clients. There are things you can do on your end to change your appearance, to add more value, to allow you to get that dollar amount. The dollar amount is easy. Closing the sales and getting the clients is the hard part. And if you focus on that, the dollars will come. Don't focus on the dollar amount. That would just drive you crazy. Focusing on the dollar amount would make you sound like a starving um, salesman that works on commission and you won't think about how can I best solve their problem? You'll think about how can I get the most money out of them and they can smell that they can smell it. They know when you are after their wallet and when you are here to genuinely solve a problem. So always focus on bringing in clients and actually solving their problems. They will open their checkbook up to you if they love you. It'll be all open arms if you help them solve a problem. And then it, that helps you think about the long term value of that client. It's not about what they spend today. It's going to be those slow months that they calling you and they're happy about something you did a month ago that, that they're going to hire you to do a job to help you get through the month and pay your rent. Trust me, it's going to be and, and those slow months usually happen around like holidays or like right after holiday, like January, February. Bills is you didn't you didn't spend all this money for Christmas and you know you notice they come out with twenty cameras between uh, September and December all the cameras in the world all the new gear in the world come out and NAB is in October this year you 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 you're about to see another five three to five new cameras between now and December I guarantee you probably three of them from Black Magic alone 
NAB in October, you're going to see a lot of cameras. Speaking of NAB, if you are a gold member, um, check check out the meet and greet section. There's something special there for you. We're going we gonna, to, you know, check that out if you can. Check out the meet and greet area in the gold member place because we're going to turn up. Anyway, so you want to make sure that you have clients whose problems you've been solving. And even if you walk up to them and say, hey, you know, I, I didn't have clients that I've solved problems for consistently. And I'll call them up randomly and say, hey, looking at your website, you guys haven't posted in about two weeks. What's up? Oh, well, we, uh, hey, how about we set up a date? I come out, we shoot some footage, um, you know, get get things going. Cool. Send us the invoice. Todd, come on out. Just like that. I've, I've called them and made a sale. So when a lot of photographers and videographers start talking about how can I make cold calls and how can I email and, and go into sales? You can't do it with people you don't know. You can definitely do it with clients whose problems you solved. If your doctor call you up and say, you know what? I was looking at your x-ray again from last year. Come on in. When can we set up an appointment? I want to see how the elbow healed. You'll be like, oh, the, the 25th. And you'll, you'll go right on in there. He's going to charge that insurance company. Probably write you a prescription. Give you another cast. Set you up for some physical training. Something. He's going to make some money off you. You never look at doctors as, as salesmen. You look at them as problem solvers. Because they do a good job at solving your problem. Before selling you stuff. You know why they you know why they may write you an off-brand prescription? It's just like Claritin. Because they're getting kickbacks and spiffs. And they make more money off of it. The, the insurance company is giving them more money for saving them money on a prescription. All of those companies that's, that create those medicines, they go talk to the doctors. That's why you see them with the pens and the clipboards and they have all kind of swag in their office from all these drugs. Because those companies say, write more prescriptions for this, doc, and we'll take care of you. Your doctor is a sales rep. He's just really good at it. He's really good at it. So you need to be viewed with the authority that your doctor is. But you can only do that if you approach your client with the idea of truly solving their problem. Why do you think Retlin and all this ADHD medicine is flying off the shelf? Because as soon as your kid walk in there, they're getting big kickbacks. Oh, your kid can't stop blinking. ADHD here. He won't act right in school. ADHD here. They're getting all these kickbacks from it. And, and you start to see that sector that didn't exist. Nobody had ADHD 40 years ago. You was just bad. Those sectors that didn't exist start growing and them companies are worth billions and trillions because now your kid who's not interested in, you know, reading Beowulf for the 18th time, he got ADHD. No, he just don't want to read this 1855 methods that you're teaching. You know, he's, he's just, he got ADHD or he could just be bad. You know, he's. His mom's cuss out his dad every day. He want to go to school and replicate that. It happens. But you, your doctor is a great sales rep. He's a really good sales rep. Go in there next time. Next time you go to your doctor, right? And you're walking in the office. Look at how many pins and stuff you see with drug names on it. Just look around at the swipe. That tells you that the rep has been there. When they got all kind of stuff. They're giving away samples. And when you go to your dentist, they're usually giving away toothbrushes. What are they? Oral-B or some, some type of brand. They're giving stuff away. Try this toothpaste. They got a bucket full of stuff to give you. Because their rep's been in there to sell them so that they can sell more. I see anybody who work in a dentist or a doctor's office. Tons of reps walk in pushing all kinds of medicines and medications. And trying to get doctors to write more of it. So, and they're visiting your health, your, your, uh, the company that, that your, all your healthcare is going through. They're visiting them too. 
That's why they're hoping that, hey, Doc, you know, we can't afford the real Claritins. Put them on some something else. Pause for a second. I know you're in the middle of something dope, but I wanted to make sure I tell you about a course over at Flash Film Academy that changed the game for me. It literally took my business from attracting mostly low-end clients to consistently landing and closing bigger clients with bigger budgets. It's called the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you're a photographer, videographer, editor, colorist, or graphic designer, it's very simple. This course teaches you how to take what your brand does well and present those things in a way that help the clients understand how your brand can solve their problems. When clients are trying to make a decision on why or even if they should work with you, blasting them with your best video clips set to music won't cut it anymore. It doesn't set you apart, show value, or help buyers in the process of making a decision. This course teaches you how to create a commercial for your brand, providing a first impression that will help 10x your ability to land quality clients. Remember, if you can't effectively tell your story, Clients won't hire you to effectively tell their story. Go to flashfilmacademy.com today to get started. Use promo code POD5, that's P-O-D-5, to save 15% off this course. So it happens. But the thing that you need to take from it, and when you go in there and you look around and you see that, is you need to offer, you need to solve some problems as well as your doctor do. And still be a little bit of a sales rep. There's nothing wrong with that. But solve problems first. Work on how many clients you can close in a week, not how much money you'll make. That's the easy part. Scaling a client is easy. Closing a client is hard. Once they trust you and you solve problems, they will. There's no way somebody can say, if I give you $100 and you give me back $500, i am never going to come back to you. I'm going to be fighting to come back to you. And that's what they're doing, right? They're getting a return on their investment. They're getting a, they're getting a, they're getting a return on their investment. If you continue to provide a return on their investment, they will beg you to take their money. Period. There's something in your life right now that as soon as it pops up, you're begging them to take their money. I'm not, I'm not saying that ADHD isn't real. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it, it, there was it wasn't around 40 years ago. It wasn't medication wasn't as prescribed as much about 40 years ago. There were other things. It was settled other ways when did i get into the film industry that's a great question i've always been in it if you ask me um it's always been a passion of mine always not taking that away from adhd not at all not at all jose i know people that suffer from it ptsd everything so definitely i totally understand um let's take this off here let's start to bring people in let's go ahead and chop it up and bring it bring on our uh our, our zoomers we're going to bear with me here. We're going to y'all going we're going to do this live. So it's going to look it's going to look weird at first, but I'm going to fix it. I promise you. Just give me a minute. So. All right. All right. Here we go. We're going to, you know, this is this is the first time we're going to do this and we're going to do it. Let's see if we can get it. See if we can get this popping. Let's see if we can get that popping. Boom. We're going to do it like that. We're going to zoom in and we're going to keep rocking with it. All right. It's going to be ghetto at first, but y'all ain't going to be. You know, y'all going to be laughing, but then it's going to work. And then y'all going to be like, okay, I got to do it this way. Cause it's like 50 people. That's like, you know what I'm saying? They like, yo, I can't put the chat on there. Cause we talking about people. We don't need y'all to see how we talking about people. There we go. We don't need y'all to know all that. That way the chat stay private and people can keep talking. All right, everybody. Can y'all, can y'all hear me loud and clear? 
all my Zoomers. I can't hear y'all. Let me make sure I can hear y'all. I mean, I got stuff in the way. I got this popping up. Yeah, I can hear you. Perfect. Perfect. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Okay. How do y'all feel about how do y'all feel about offering the solution? Um yeah, it's what I try to do. I look at it as like a KPI type thing. Mm-hmm. Try to focus in on that. Like the video is one thing, anybody can make a video, but if you're making that video tailored around whether or not it's them wanting to get more clicks to their site or more like more impressions to their event or whatever. That's why I tailor everything too. Yeah. And then I structure smaller things down and that's all like in a bundle or it's added value. I like that. Added value. That's big. Added value is huge. That That's something you should be, you should be talking about. You should be mentioning, you should be discussing ways to, to, to add more value. I, I think that's uh, the thing. The, the biggest mindset sometimes to get people to shift out of is the mindset of just offering video i'm just a videographer i'm just here to film i'm just here to take pictures i'm just here to record a podcast and getting people to shift over to the idea of being a content creator that provides a cinematic solution is everything it is how you're going to go from pennies to dollars yeah i I agree with that just real quick like i used to work for kcn which is a tv station out of temple texas And so what we would do is we would sell them on the ad, you know, our way call them, they call the account executives, but they're sales reps. They sell them on the ad, but then they also sell them to sponsor the weather. And that would be added value. They're only getting a graphic. They're not getting anything else, but they're paying more because they're getting that little bug for all of like six seconds. Same thing when we put like a little post on our website or like our social media it's all down to added value and it made money. Like the big 12 would come up. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that tournament. That was like a 10 grand sell right there. Wow. Where, where are you located? Um, right now I'm in DC, but I, I do work in clean Fort Hood area, uh, DTC, uh, Colorado and long beach. Cause I wasn't going to guess, but it looked like you was in San Francisco just behind you. Really. <laughs> <laughs> no, my house all jacked the fuck up. <laughs> my house is so messed up. I got so many boxes. It's bad. <laughs> I was like, wow, she's live hanging off a helicopter in San Francisco overlooking the bay. We have people just, we have people joining and, and they are just, just, you know, everywhere. Like I'm just filming some helicopter footage. Exactly. The, you the, know. the weather is bright and sunny out here in San Francisco, Ty. <laughs> Live from our helicopter pilot in San Francisco right now. We need some <laughs> helicopter sound effects. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. I know I was just messing with you. <laughs> and we got Frozen. It's in his room. He's just in the room chilling. Frozen like, man, I could have been in San Francisco. <laughs> we gotta get you a uh, we get you a green screen. We're gonna have you coming from some interesting places. So you know, um, let me let me let's see. Let me. It's a question that popped up. Uh, Heath, if I say that right, I don't know. I kind of butchered that that uh the way that graphics popping up. But we are gonna roll with it. Um, he says I have autism, but I'm sh- I'm starting a production company. I've never been good with people. Is this an opportunity to learn, or should I? Whoa, that got that went away quick. Uh, to learn or should I partner with someone that's good at that? Okay. I always say it's, it's always, I never pay nobody to do anything unless I've learned how to do it myself. Right. Cause you don't know if they're wrong or not. Somebody can just tell you everything 
So I try to learn as much as I can so that I can at least manage it. Um, you know, I, I have editors now and I would hate to send them something and be like, this should be done in two hours. And I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it really takes two days and it's just, it, it creates, it, it, you become a bad manager. If you don't have some sort of idea, oh, I'm running out of time, some sort of idea. That's weird because it should have been upgraded. If you don't have some sort of idea on how to uh, how to run it, like you should have some sort of idea on how to run it. And if you don't, you're you're a bad manager. Um, so I would try to learn it. Before I do anything. That's 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 Zoom. We're going to rock with it, though. Another question that popped up was. To talk about how ADHD and other things are affecting entrepreneurs think, you know, that is that is big. That is big. I think that, you know, this is the type of thing that is a you have to be a people person. And if you're not a people person, it, it could it could be difficult because you have to talk to people. Uh, and Rodney's doing flips. You have to talk to people and you have to, you know, get on their good side. You can always hire a sales rep. You can always hire a sales rep to be a part of it. Definitely. Um, those are things that you definitely want to think about. This is this Zoom thing is a little, a little weird, but we're gonna uh, you know, we're gonna do make it do what it do. Um, so those are things I, you definitely want to, you know, you got to be a, you got to be a people person. Remember, I told you the most important thing in your bag is your personality, right? So you want to make sure that you work on at least offering something to get the people's attention so they can like you and they can, uh, you know, respect you a little bit because you have to talk to people. We're solving problems. Keep that in mind to solve problems. You got to talk to people. Go for it, Ronnie. So, so number one, sorry about the, the, the flips and cartwheels. I was oh, doing. Cool. I, I think y'all can see that because I was trying to do stuff like in settings. So my bad. <laughs> um, it the kind of is it pronounced Lana? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So to kind of piggyback a little bit off of what Lana said as well, in answer to like one of the questions you were posing regarding being a videographer versus being a production company or what have you, a strategist or a problem solver in general. Uh, I think one of the benefits that I've learned from you and from this community, <coughs> excuse me, is that when you position yourself as whether it's a subject matter expert or at least a person that comes in and listens and asks the right questions and solves problems, that elevates you from being like a one-hit wonder to, hey, um, I need you right now. Can you come help us out? You're the one that's on call at that point more so than somebody else just like, you know, oh, we shot a video for you guys, like, what, two years ago? Uh, can we, can you give us a call? Can you give us a chance to work again? No, you got somebody there that's like, look, you know what? What you did for us just elevated ourselves another 23%. It lowered our attrition rate by 15%. Customer satisfaction is through the roof now. Thank you guys so much. Anytime we need anything else, we're calling you because you guys solve our problems. That's something. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so the Zoom part is acting real, real funny. So what we're going to do is we're going to go back to a standard view and then we're going to come back to the Zoom view. That's what we're going to do, guys. So everybody's saying. So give me one second. Let's do that. Um, because it's that's just just weird that it's doing that. Um, and then I'll, I'll give people a time to uh, to do that. 
real quick. Yeah, so one of the things you want to keep that in mind, it's all about value, right? It's all about that value proposition. It's all about the value proposition. If you're not thinking about that, you can't ask for more money. If you don't provide value, you can't ask for more money, period. So before you start saying they're not paying me, I'm not getting what I want and all this stuff and all that. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen unless you offer value. So find ways to offer value. Right. A lot of people say, well, you know, I I don't understand what value is. You, you understand what value is. You've just run on the receiving side of it. So you have to create it within your company. You have to create it within your company. Let me go back to the Zoom because it's going to be a little cricket, but we're going to rock with it. Oh, that's way off. Way, way off. I don't know why it's showing me, but it is what it is. Um, so you want to make sure that, um, you know, you start to think about how your brand offers value. It's extremely important because a lot of people just going out here saying my camera quality is value. My this is value. My that is value. But is it valuable to your client? Is it valuable to your customer? Do your customer, you know, do your customer appreciate that? And what's valuable to you may not be valuable to your client. You're not the same, right? They're, they're a different target audience than you are. They're not the same. Keep that in mind. That's why I tell people don't ask your mother because your mother's not your target audience. Ask your beta client. Allow your beta client to help you discover what they like and love. Let me see if we had any other questions that popped up. Let me see. Okay. Got the first part of the master course. Um, Let's see. This is a good question that popped up. What suggestions for finding sales reps do you have? Uh, what would you find? Try to find potential employees. Fiverr wouldn't work for that. I would look on like Upwork or um, what's the other one? Um, I don't. I keep the word insight. It ain't insight. It's um, what's the other? What's the other job website? Not Monster. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. Yes. Indeed. The thing is this though. You're gonna have to do some training. Because you may get like it's it's rare and hard to find sales reps that fully that has experience in this industry because there aren't a lot. Um, And then you have to come up for me. I don't have sales reps because most of it is marketing through my website and then they get to me. I'm like the top sales rep and I'd rather hand off the video aspect of it or photography aspect of it than the sales part because I know it. Um, You're going to have to do some training and you're going to probably have to come up with a significant commission structure to bring on a sales rep. Um, another great way to get more clients in that way and to create sales reps is through referrals. Have people refer to you and they'll be your sales rep. Let them get a percentage or a dollar amount. Um, if you're doing anything event related, you need to get with event planners, anything event related from photo booths to, um, to any, any type of event style, content creation you need to be best friends with event planners they will keep your phone blowing up like crazy and once you once you do for them they will definitely jump in you had a question i'm sorry go for it i just want to mention too to piggyback off what you said like hotels and event venues especially if they're city run Mm -hmm. those people are always looking for people granted like some of them will charge you to be part of their preferred directory but if you do a little work for them in exchange you can kind of get in there for free especially if it's a government like a conference center for your city or something like that it's an easy way to get in i was gonna say that that's perfect yeah there we had a um 
we had a deal with two hotels and every time someone would book the hotel and get a conference room, they would, we would be an upsell for that client to capture the event or capture the whole thing. So that's a great way to get in good with the hotel. That's a great way to do it. Just having that relationship with hotels that have conference rooms. Now, some hotels you may have, I forgot the company that covers a lot, PSAV, or there's a, there's a company that does nothing but hotel audio video. And they'll, they'll have a contract with the hotel. So they'll come in and wear all black and kind of represent the hotel and set up everything. They may send one or two guys just around audio for the room, just to set up lav mics if they're not recording. So that company usually does live events. They don't capture it. Sometimes they do. Or I've seen companies, you know, their packages may start at $50,000 to capture video. If we can come in at 40, we've saved the client $10,000 and we've made a lot. So just having that um, is a big deal. Even if if you're a photographer, keep that in mind with hotels. When when events get booked there, let them offer your services. If you're a headshot photographer, for some reason, we do a lot of corporate events and clients want to offer headshots to, to their guests or people or they feel like we got everybody together at one time. This is the easiest time to get headshots for the company. I've had companies call me numerous times to do headshots on 1,500 people. That's a really nice check. If you're a headshot photographer and you're going to make it in a quick time, everybody's dressed up nice. If you're a headshot photographer, I would be at certain hotels like, yo, let me just put me on a list. Just offer it. Just offer it. You'd be surprised. So those are those are ways that we have seasons where hotels just they blow us up and we try to make it easy for them to go and post on our calendar and book us for certain things because we have structure based pricing. They don't got to call us and see what the maybe we should. Nope. They can say click, 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 click. That's your price. And sometimes we offer a kickback. Um, sometimes we don't. Just depending on you know, the client. Let me scoot this over. Question so, for you, Ty, on that. Um, when you offer those headshots, do you offer them at like the standard headshot rate or do you give them a discount because there's so many people? Definitely a discount. I mean, I've, right. I, some right. clients, I've had clients to say, I don't know how many, you know, just bill us. We don't know how many people would come at, you know, we got an event with 3,000 people. And for every tier that they move up, you know, they get a discount and they'll just say billers. But these were big companies like we had a um, a company that was an affiliate of like Capital One. And I don't I'm not worried about billing those guys, even though we're not charging them one hundred dollars a headshot. If they bring there was a time we had a three camera station of headshots going at the same time. And they rented us a whole separate like hall for us to run our setups. And we were just knocking them out, knocking them out, knocking them out. And we provided them with a shoot proof, um, a shoot proof gallery with everybody's headshot. So they can go in and just download their headshot. That way we're not trying to figure out who's who. Oh, we I was going to ask in. you that. You'll, you'll get access to the company's headshot directory and you'll, you'll be able to go pull yours. We've even had it where um, the digital download for a certain size, let's say we'll make it um, two inches by or three inches by three inches was available on shoe proof, but people can buy larger resolution at a later time, or they can buy prints straight from shoe proof. And we would make money oh, on the back end shoe proof. Yep. If you go to flash from Academy, um, there's like, if you click on gear, tie gear and things, there's a link to get like 50% off or something like that. Um, where you can save some money. It's affiliate link. Let me make sure I'm clear on that. It is an affiliate link. You save. Um, Tie gear. Yep. 
If you go up to the top of Flash Room Academy, there's I, I love shoot proof. I, I, I told people a story one time. I shot a, a surprise party that that a family had for an older um, lady in her, and and I shot the pictures for it. Um, and she ended up passing years later, and people went back to that gallery <laughs> and they bought probably two thousand dollars worth of pictures just out of the blue. Wow. I'm just like, where is this coming from? Like, why are people? And I end up contacting one of the the people who set up the event and they said she passed but it was just because it was set up on shoot proof i left the link up they would always go in and access images they just went and started buying stuff um so you know and it's crazy because digital downloads for free they could have took the picture and went to cvs or something but it was so convenient that when they went into the gallery it'll ask them hey do you want to get this on a shirt or whatever and people start buying like crazy i guess someone in the family recirculated the link and they started buying like crazy i got a question go for it um kind of a little off topic but it's within the same range do you in the contract pack mm-hmm. i have a really bad experience that i'm dealing with right now where i agreed to shoot a wedding for a family member mm-hmm. he's really cool and i don't know her and she's not and basically she's Diana ross and everyone else is the supremes that's just the way it is and at this point, I'm trying to keep the peace, make him happy, and kind of be done with the situation. Right. So I've made an agreement with him. And what I said to him was, even though you're my cousin, we're gonna, I'm going to have to get you to sign off that this is the end of it. Like once, we, once I resolve this issue, you, you're not coming back to me for anything else. We're done here. Do you have a contract like that in the contract packs that basically says this resolves any and all going forward? Or no, not nothing that that you can add in addition to the contract. Like the contract should state this is exactly what we're providing. No more, okay. no less. Um, I wouldn't want to have them s- sign something in addition to that. Like the contract itself should lock in all parameters. Yeah, I just don't want her coming back because they have a contract now. And I'm like, if I hold you to this contract, you're screwed. Where's my. Uh, so I just want to make sure going forward. I got something for that. They call it brass knuckles. I can't find them. They're around here somewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what they are. That means don't come back with that. <laughs> got right and the left. Yeah, you just call it a two-piece and a biscuit. There you go. It's uh, it's rated G for everybody. These hands is rated Yo, G man, for everybody. Never again. <laughs> never again. I, t- I can't tell you how many times I said, listen. If your name was Mr. and Mrs. Smith and not Mr. and Mrs. Duncanson, guess what? I would have told you, you signed the contract. It's up to industry standards. Yep. There's not a judge in America who would say they did a bad job, and you're out of luck. Family is, I said, but the only reason I'm doing this for you worse. is because, yeah, I'm, you know what it's like. Yeah. You, you, you can't be Mr. Businessman with family. You have to try to be Mr. Diplomat. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm not making this. Man. They hate me. I, it's, I'm Mr. Businessman. I didn't have family. You got to. We want to do. We want to shoot a picture in the park. I, I do corporate cousin. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me refer you to a guy. It's pictures is pictures. We, we just brought the baby home from that. We just want some really good pictures of the baby. Is the baby going to be at a desk in some corporate office? And it's not going to happen for me. <laughs> I don't care, like, cause you gotta like, cause family will do. I didn't got invited. My camera didn't got invited plenty of places. We doing this next yeah. week. Bring your camera. Are you inviting me? Are you inviting my camera? Yeah. So it's just. And if you show up with your iPhone, you get yelled at. Right. <laughs> Where your big camera at, cuz? I ain't about to bring all that and be working. Get out of here, fam. 
Nah, so you got to do it. It's just, you know, it's sorry, not sorry, but and I'm not mad at them. It's just people don't, they don't understand that perspective. It's kind of like if you're a mechanic and every time I wanted to see you, I got a broken car or something like, come on, like you just don't want to, I don't want to work on my day off. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it's, you just have to set those parameters or people, they'll think that you, especially in this field, because everybody's like, it's so much fun. You just having fun all day. Like I'm working fam. Like I'm hurting and people will just treat you like it'll be fun for you to take pictures at my party. Like, no, it won't. Like I I ain't about to come work at your party. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. You had that happen. Well, I got a great story for this. Oh, let's hear it. So no poop. There it was, right? (laughs) I thought I was being invited to a Christmas party like people. No, Turns out mm. the girl was like, yeah, I must set up a photo booth and you'll get paid exposure. I'm like, girl, this is at your house. <laughs> this is at your house with your friends. I ain't even getting fed. Wow. No. Mm. That was a circle. It was a Christmas party. And, you, and they wanted <laughs> you to sit horrible. in the corner with your camera while everybody else is getting drunk. And have a, I hate that. Oh, my goodness. I don't even I don't even I don't have a sip of beer. When I'm on a job, you know why? Yeah, yeah. You're not going to accuse me yep. of being drunk or being unprofessional. I listen. I don't have a problem with alcohol, but I don't want you to even have see me take. A, it's like people. Are you sure you don't? No, water is fine. But it's all I need. Thank you. Nothing. I, I want to tell you. I want to tell you that that I have always agreed with that. But there's been times where you just, you know, there's been times where if you don't, you know, hey. Especially photo booth, they be bringing like I, my, I. So I have repeat photo booth clients like every year they throw the same parties and they're like, Todd, like here, like you know what I'm saying. So photo booth, I just got to make sure that the props don't come up missing, and the and the printer ain't jammed. So I may be sitting there like, yeah, y'all just go right in, and go ahead, like just hit the start button. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, usually when I'm doing photography and videography, it's a no go. But you got to remember, I worked at um. TGI Fridays for years and we would film drink training, right? We'd have to make that drink six times. You're not about to pour that out, fam. We ain't about to pour that out six times. We would be in that mug by take six, whatever the six, we try to make them from lightest to strongest because by the time we get to the strong drink, we just, we in that mug like, so we would book them, we would always book the uh, training videos on Fridays like at like three. So by the time five o'clock come, we are just, (laughs) <laughs> well let me tell you my problem with this last one i it's not that i didn't meet industry standards i actually exceeded industry standards you know what the problem was i didn't exceed her expectations oh yeah she's family she expect everything she expect a million dollars worth of stuff for two easy payments of free 99 i never that's why i don't that's why i tell people yeah. two things either don't work with family refer somebody or have a real yeah. your, your contract is gonna get listen people let me yeah. tell you. Let me look into this camera and tell you. All of you guys who have bought contract packs, your contract is probably going to get tested more by family than by by mm. anybody. Your contract mm. is going to get tested by family. They're going to test it. It may not be a court situation, but you may have to pull it out and point to something like, bro, this is what, you know what I'm saying? You may not have to go to court and get in front of a judge. Your, your grandma may be the judge. Your, your aunt may be the judge. And you yeah. may have to lay it down and be like, this is what we agree. You know what I'm saying? Because they yeah. expect Transformers. They expect yeah. Avengers Part 6 with a Blair Witch Project budget. Yeah, right, she nobody got you on said- that Cousin Clause. That's what it is. Yeah. No. Cousin Clause. You see, yeah. None of you, is, I don't care how patient any of you all are, 
nobody would have sat through what I sat through for two hours. It was like the Michael Corleone in the Senate hearings. I kid you not. We were on Zoom, and she has me going through every picture, and she's asking me questions, waiting for me to tell her I don't know why I did that. And I'm like, no, I got that out of focus intentionally. It's for a round blur. It's artistic expression. Right. And if you don't like it, that's up to you. But I liked it, and you trusted me to shoot your wedding yep. based on the, yep. my judgment. I, why is such and such out of focus? Well, I had two options here. I could open the iris all the way up and make him out of focus and put my main subject in focus. Or I could have bumped the ISO up, turned the, the iris down, and you would have had a grainy photo. I figured between the two of those things, you'd rather have him out of focus in a bright photo. Why isn't my brother? Why weren't there any pictures of my brother posed with me? I said, I got 10 pictures with your brother walking down the aisle, all different spit. But I wanted a posed picture. I said, Felicia, I'm, I'm not, I want to say her name. I said, yo, I'm a 300-pound, like, six-foot-one-inch black man. You think it's, a hard, it's hard to tap me on the shoulder, hard to find? Tap me on the shoulder and say, you want this picture? And she, she had nothing to say. She was basically going through every picture, trying to pin, like, pull coal. And, I'm, and I eventually started reading that contract language to her. And then she rolled her eyes and got up and walked away because uh, it's, it's, it's largely in our favor, the contracts. Yeah, almost, oh, they're it's really one-sided. Yeah, they're designed to be in your favor. They're designed <laughs> to be in your favor. I had a client get mad because their shirt was wrinkled after the wedding. Like, they were mad. Like, you, sh you should have stopped everything and told him to pull his shirt down. Like, what? Y'all scheduled 30 minutes between the wedding and when you're supposed to show up at the reception to take 50,000 pictures. Like, no, I, I don't have time for that. I'm going to tell you another story, another story, another tie tale. This was a friend of a friend's wedding. So shot a wedding and I'm usually, I'm back with the bridesmaids. They turning up. The guys are boring. They're just like, all right, you know, you've been sentenced to life today. The girls are in the back turning up. You know what I'm saying? The guys are acting like they're about to go in front of a judge and it's cool. I, uh, it's cool. The ladies are partying here they, and they were doing shots. And they were playing shots, 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 shots. They're getting towed up. They're getting towed up. Makeup on. And, and you know, we're getting ready to go out. And the bride is feeling it. Like, she's getting ready to cry. Like, it's coming. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they fanning her and everything. When I say, when that door opened up and she was going to walk out, she, <laughs> she hit, she started crying. And I'm talking about ugly face cry. You know when you hit your toe and you feel like you know it's about to hurt, but the feeling ain't got there yet? Like when you hit your toe on the corner of the bed and you know it's about to hurt and you just like. She had the ugly face cry the whole walk down the aisle. And she, I mean, makeup was running and smearing. And I mean, and she was not like cute crying, like patting it. You know, girls be patting it and they be cool. She was, like it was and so you know all her pictures was like that like what you want me to do like what you want me to do like the like the like the groom was turning around he was like i know what i got it's all good like calm down this ain't this ain't the first time and all her pictures were like that. her her makeup was running and she was just like like even as he was like saying the vows to her and he's holding her hand and she's just like like every picture, like I think I got a picture with a straight face because I had it on. I was I was hitting her with the burst and she was about to sneeze. And that was the only picture where she was just like. <gasps> and she sneezed and it was just the whole wedding was like that. So they were the family. The groom was like, dude, I get it. 
her parents were like, I, I was like, were you there? You, you, you were there. You had to see that. There was nothing I could do. She was, that was just her. She was just, that was it. Don't, don't get mad at me. There's nothing I can do about it. Like, so what do I you mean, do in that situation? You, I mean, you, you deliver the pictures and collect the rest of your money. Like, <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. Looking like that. I mean, bro, she was making this noise. You know what I would offer? I would offer an upsell. Listen, get that gown out from the dry cleaners, girl, and you go rent that tux. And for another thousand dollars, we take those pictures again. I was just gonna <laughs> Photoshop it. Or get, send me a picture of you smiling. I'm gonna Photoshop it on here. Oh my gosh! I'm not doing nothing. I did, what else can I do? It's not my fault. Like, no, I'm saying. I mean, what do you do in that you, situation? This other is than Alex do. over here, Rodney. This is what you do. <laughs> upsell, baby. This is what you do. You deliver the images and tell them thank you. Tell them I had a great time. The food was good. The cake was delicious. Okay. Here's your. I mean, even during the during the, they had the first dance, she was toasted by them, bro. They was holding her up. It was like, what was it? Uh, what's that? Bernie's week weekend at Bernie's. It was like that. Like they were just holding her up, and she was just like it was. She probably don't remember none of it. She, I know she was mad because she don't. She just she was halfway through the reception when it was time for the first meal. She was in the corner getting fans. She was out of there. Oh, they, they were just. How smacked. do you do that at your own wedding? They were just rubbing cake on her face, and she was just like, "Yeah, okay." They were supposed to do the cake. They just rubbed it on her face. She stayed with cake on her face till it dried up. I don't understand at your own <laughs> wedding how you do she that. Was lit, bro! Like she they was, rubbed cake on her face, the just, bride's face. Yep. She, she, was already was pa- she was already passed out. They was like, "We're gonna do this with you or without you." They was propping her up. Yo. The bridesmaids was propping her up, and the groom was just like rubbing cake on her face. She, you know, she please tell me you took pictures of that. Oh, I got pictures of it. Okay. Yeah, I got pictures of it. You ever see somebody like a fighter like be knocked out and he gets smelling sauce and he like he waking up like that's how she was to ice and like they was just smearing it. She was just like she like she was being waterboarded and she was trying to fight it like that's how she was coming back. She was spitting out icing and everything. And and they were like prop her up. And the groom, the groom was helping with this. Yeah, groom was like I we. She always liked this. I love her. <laughs> I was like, Uncle that's Dad, I was like, that's, that's real love. That's... Hope somebody loved me like that one day. But it was, mm. yeah, she was. It was bad, but it was great images, you know. For me, I was like, I'm just gonna take pictures. We gonna capture it, and it was. I delivered them. The mama was mad because she paid for it, but it is what it is. What can you? What can you do? Uh, no cry claws. That's right. <laughs> Josh say no cry claws. That's absolutely right. You know. Um Jose said, I was at a wedding this past weekend and a couple hired a girl to take pictures and on her wrist, she had a phone getting everybody's number, phone number. Um, and the app will identify your face and the taste. I've seen stuff like that. I don't, I'm, I've seen stuff like that for marketing. If you look at one of my quick tips of the week, I tell you to get a QR code, right? Get a, get a, get a board that says scan here um, to see the pictures. Get a QR code that takes them to a pre-made shoot proof um, gallery where they can um, join the list. That way you can market to them and they can be notified when pictures go live and you have an email list of people you can market to. I especially do that when I do photo booths and people want to download their picture. I'll give you your picture, but you're going to give me a name to market to because you're a client that's already used my booth. You like it. I'm, you got an event coming up and I'm going to market to you. So to get this free digital download, you're going to have to give me your email address. And or phone number. It's just a marketing. It's just a great way to market it. So 
If you look at um, quick tips of the week when I was doing them, there's one that tell you to get a get a QR code, get a board, get a pre-made printed board. This is hey, for a copy of your images, scan here and then you can print a new QR code to pop on it every time. And I'll set it up on a little easel and people come in and I'll just they'll join the list. And I'll market to those people because they're already your, they're already great clients because they've seen your work. They know what it's like to work with you and they will definitely contact you. So that's just a great tip that you can use. That's for photojournalism for weddings. It's, it's some stuff. Um, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> Josh <laughs> said they both not married no more. I feel it in my spirit. I think they still married. I think those are the couples that stick together. Dudes was, dude was like, hey, just roll her out here, bro. I got her. All of the pictures are mm. bride maids. Like they tried to pose it like they was like around her. They was propping her up. She was like, oh. <laughs> they're like, turn her head. Like it was, it was bad. But I don't know how you do that. Oh, I just, I, you know how I do it. I think about the check. Yeah, I, no, I mean them. Like oh. you spend thirty thousand, fifty thousand for the day, and you like that. That's the way it's gonna be. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's horrible. people's mentalities, hey, man. In my mind, I was like this. I was like, oh, yeah, like, like I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> this, is, this is prop money. Please don't, uh, you know, please don't run up and try to, you know, what I'm saying prop money. You know? <laughs> not, not, I was wondering, not counterfeit. I was wondering about that. This is prop I was money. Really wondering about that when you uh, showed that up. This is prop money. When you showed up with that, like on your story, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It's like it's like, are you sure you wanted to be posting that online, man? Somebody was gonna find out who you are. No, people were Listen, I, people were motivated. I know he I know he needs bodyguards right now, so I like I said, just give me a, a forwarding uh P.O. box for that cornbread. You'd be surprised at how much you can motivate people with fake money. This is this is movie money. It says it uh for for use in motion pictures. Let's see if we can get that to pop up. See right there? Oh wow. There you go. Wow. You like that. I so they really don't use the they don't use the real stuff in motion pictures. Next yeah, time, it's a felony. That's why. Yeah, because you, you can't print fake money. Yep. It's like one place in all of the U.S. can do it because they have to get special permission from the was it the Treasury Department? Yep. yep. Hey, put put wow. um scan a dollar into Photoshop and watch what happens. Wow. <laughs> so wow. so this was used for a movie we shot a while back called Pressure. If you go to if you go to uh, Flash Film TV, YouTube, it's a movie we shot called Pressure. I just kept it because, you know what I'm saying? It makes me feel good. It's motivational. You can motivate a lot of people with fake money. So remember I tell you, you your goals, chase your goals, get tangible items that you can put in front of you every day so that you can chase your goals. I practice my Oscar speech all the time like this. I want to thank my mama, the real cute girl in the front row. I want to thank everything. That's how you do it. So chase it. That's how you chase your dreams, man. You start getting tangible stuff. You start wanting to do it. But yeah, I got this for a, a movie we shot. I still use it for whenever somebody want to. It's an upsell for, for rap videos. If I ever do a video, it's an upsell. We can bring in a whole lot of money, fake money. So the next time you see your favorite artist pose with a lot of money, look real closely. A lot of times it'll say for use with motion pictures or something like that. And then we wonder why they'll get robbed when they go back to their old neighborhoods. Yep. We wonder why they can't afford to shoot, you know, real videos and stuff, but they got the fake money. Hey, yo, it's money. And you ain't, you know, I had to bug you, bug you for my retainer. So that's why. <laughs> um, Mike says, uh, Flash from Academy turned a beta into a retainer. 31 minute highlight video. Now 
nine one minute highlight videos for 2700 that's what i'm talking about i love those wins love those wins where's my other uh, yo i got a win. i don't know if you guys went over wins so far no let's talk about wins. Over- let's go for it i gotta win remember that dude i was telling you about with the um he called me up and said wow you answered the phone mm-hmm. you remember and i yeah, you yeah, know because yeah. no, he qualified by the production company so he went and checked my references. He went and spoke to two, uh, three clients uh, that I had, and they said great things. I decided, I, even though he did that, and he told he was very diligent. He got back to me and said, I spoke to references. I was impressed. I'm busy right now, but I didn't forget about you. I'll, I'll call you. So I'm just like, you know what? I, I, I'm sweating this. I want it, but I'm not going to bother him. So I decided in my mind, I'm not calling him all this week because he told me he's busy. And if I don't hear from him by Friday, I'll call him on Monday and follow up with him. That way, you know, he knows I care. Right. But today, I'm in the car. Phone rings. It's him. I act like I didn't know it was him. You know, CSM Productions. <laughs> like, like, and, and, and I was like, he says, he, he says to me, Alex, don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. I said, forget about you. I didn't want to harass you. So he's going over this weekend. He's going over my contract proposal. And he's going to circle all the add-ons, all the upsells, all that stuff. And then next week, the retainer. And we're going to sign the deal. And um, we're going to move forward. So That's what I'm talking um, about. We're talking about anywhere from four to five figures on this. It depends on what he upsells. But the base is going to be no less than four. Perfect. Next time, I'm going to tell you what you do next time. Um, ask him how can you make things like like what can I do on my end to prepare for it? That'll kind of get the ball rolling a little bit. What what can I do on my my end to uh, you know, to prepare? I know I'm gonna hear from you next week and want to get the ball rolling, but what can I do on my end to make things easier to prepare for it? And just let them tell you, you know, because they'll lay out. Oh, I'm just trying to get this in order, and you'll be able to come back and say, oh, we can do that. We're a turnkey solution. We can get started on writing it. Let me send out send you out the retainer or whatever, and we can just do the writing portion. Or, you know, even if you got to send them. Sometimes before clients even just to show them that I'm legit. Sometimes we've sent out questionnaires. If they're like, "Oh, we just trying to develop the script," we'll send out a questionnaire, right? Just to get them right, just to get them, just to have them, you know, start to work with us. Even though we're going to charge them for it later, just to get the just to get the ball rolling. They'll send it back like, this is what we got in mind. Perfect. Let me send you out the contracts now because I, I want to get started on it, but we don't want to, you know, lawyers do that, right? Lawyers ask you for your information and learn about your case before they ask you for a retainer. So it's something I kind of took from a lawyer. Hey, let me get the information I need so we can see if we're, we're even the right fit for you. And they'll, lawyers are how you fill out information and go get all this paperwork to send and they'll put it on their desk and be like, and they'll either, some of them will look at it. I just keep saying this. That's weird. I got the, the, the pro plan. Some of them will look at it um, and, you know, they will um, get back with you. And some of them will just send out c- contracts at that point. So something to definitely think about. That's weird. Am I not trying to do the right thing? Anyway, so that's something that you can do to kind of say, OK, let's figure this out. Let's figure this out. So that that is a way you can kind of push and get the ball rolling on that, because a lot of clients, sometimes they are they don't understand. They think you're just a camera guy. Right. They don't understand that you're about to provide a solution. They don't understand that you're there to make their life easier. So it's also a way to show value. 
It's also something you can do to show value. Um, so keep that in mind as you start to uh, work with clients that may do that, that really want to work with you, but they got a lot on their plate. How can I make your life easier? So that's 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 definitely something that has helped me close sales or at least you get clients filling out so much. I'm going to say filling out so much paperwork, but you get clients that get halfway in the process and start to think about what they want. And even if there was somebody else who was interested or they kind of had their eye on, they feel committed to the project and they're like, well, I don't already started here. I'm going to keep rocking with them, you know, especially once they get pricing and things like that. Um. So yeah, that, those are those are ways that can really, really, really. It's about adding that value. It's about adding that value. That's those are things that are very valuable uh, that you have to think about. Any other wins? It's not a win per se. I don't know if it's considered a win, but uh, I'm grinding away like usual okay. and stuff like that, and. Um, I was getting the morale was a little bit low, but then you had your story up, and then the one that got me was like, "It's never too late," because I that was rolling through my head. It's like, "Oh crap! Oh, I need to do this. I don't have that yet." I, don't, I was like, "Oh, I need to do this part before this part," and it re- when I start thinking in my head, that's when it really, really, really bogs me down. But your story about it's never too late. It's like you're running your race. And that just like put me up to like, okay, fine. You know what? F my head. (laughs) I'm just going to do my thing. And it's just, man, I appreciate that. That, 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 it came at the right time because it was, it was getting me down in a really bad way. So think about it like this, right? You look at some of, how did that pop up? Look at, look at Morgan Freeman's story. Look at Harrison Ford's story. They didn't get started today. They were like 50, bro. They didn't get started today. We're like, it's never too late. As long as you can still move, kick, breathe, go for it. It's never too late. It may be too late for you to go to the NBA. And that's cool. I feel the same way. Listen, they, the scouts ain't watching me. My fadeaway ain't what it used to be. You know what I'm saying? My crossover and got slow. I may not be able to go, but you can still go as a coach. <laughs> There's ways to get in that thing. You just, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just, it's never too late in this industry. Never too late in this industry. Um, you know, keep that in mind. So I, I, I have to preach that because often um, people, people, we feel sorry for ourselves. We feel sorry for ourselves. So, and we, and we, you know, we look for ways to not apply pressure, but it's never too late. It's all about how bad you want it. So, um, you know, keep that in mind. Um, Somebody got a little feedback. So I, I, I have to preach that because often. Um, let me let me get that set up. Let me go here real quick. Let me go here real quick, and I want you guys to keep that in mind. You know, it's never too late. It's never too late. I want you to keep working and keep keep doing what you got to do in order to to grow. Because a lot of people don't. You know, a lot of people are told. And one thing I I learned when I was working with. I remember I was working with um, a gentleman that had hired me years ago to help him set up his computer back when I was selling computers. And he was like a 55 year old guy who's from Ghana named Easy, good friend of mine. He said, I don't know, you Americans, you're, you're different. Y'all, y'all stop going to school. Y'all think y'all too old to go to school. And I'm like, huh? 
He's like, I'm 55 and I'm still trying to go to school. I still want to learn. I st-. He's like, you, you Americans get to a point where you, you think that you are too old to go to school. I'm like, wow, I never thought about that. Alex, the link is for Zoom. It's in the gold member uh, lecture. So it, it was just, it was, I never thought about that. I, I, it was something that I wanted to make sure that I continue to, um, you know, just keep in mind. I want to keep in mind that I'm never too old to do it. And I never, I'm never too old to learn and to, um, you know, just take things to the next level. I think, and this is something you got to think about, right? This is my, this is my analogy here. It's you only going to hear it here. You're not going to hear it nowhere else. I made this up. So it's not a scientific fact, but this is just, this is just my analogy. Things that I made up. The millennial generation is the first generation that has more change than tradition, right? It's, it's the first generation where it's been 50, I would say 60, 40. So 60% of our lives, we've changed things. The previous generation didn't have that, right? If they had a record player, they had a record player for 30 years. They had a house phone. They had a house phone for 30, 40 years, tapes for 20 years. The millennials is the first generation that got, we went from tapes to mini discs to CDs to MP. Like we just, we've been forced to change. You can be our older generation. A fad can come out and they like, I ain't going to work with that. I ain't, I'm just going to do this. That's why they kind of looked at computers. Like I ain't no computer guy. I ain't thinking about that. Our generation is the first generation. that's like, you have to touch this computer. You don't have a choice. And not only do you got to touch it, you got to go from Windows 3.1 to Windows 95 to Windows 98 to Windows. You have to part to progress. The older generation, our parents didn't have to. That's why it's a lot harder for them to to, to make the changes. You know, they got stuff and that was for 40 years old, like a remote to their TV. And it was like, that's it. They had they had small changes. Our, the next generation is even more change and less tradition right they want to change even faster they don't care about how we did it every generation that come out after that is going to be more and more change and less tradition that's why whoever was the first college football um school to say you know what i'm gonna give y'all crazy football jerseys they started recruiting company uh, schools like oregon that came out of nowhere nobody wanted to go play for oregon but oregon had the dopest uniforms so they were able to recruit younger people more because younger people didn't care about the tradition of a the school. They didn't care about all the old buildings. They cared about playing football in these dope jerseys and these dope helmets. So they started being more attractive to younger people. They didn't do it. They was like, I don't Oregon. What are we going to do in Oregon? Who knows? But we get to look fly while we on the football field or basketball field or volleyball field. So they started attracting really good athletes that were younger oh, wow. that cared about this. And then you start seeing colleges do it like Maryland and the colleges that are stuck in tradition. and only got two uniforms and they're both they're boring and old and they still got that one stripe. They're having problems recruiting. So the younger the generation, the more they're willing, they're more innovation than tradition. The millennials, we're the last one. We're the closest to 50 50. We like doing stuff the way they were. Younger, younger generations question everything. Why? We, what, what is Halloween? You know what I'm saying? So 
that's when it comes to creating content. Those are things you need to keep in mind, depending on who your target audience is. If you're working with dentists and they're older, tradition may work with them. If you're working with a younger crowd, it's all about innovation. And that's the case when it comes to working with technology. That's why people like babies. It's, it's amazing how babies can just pick up stuff and use it. They're not afraid to push buttons. Older, the older crew, they're afraid to push buttons on that remote. They're like, we got eight buttons. One of them to cut it off. I don't want to figure it out. Kids just push everything. They drag and drop and swipe and they don't care. By the time they did everything, they know what it is. By the time, you know, you see them work it, they just know it. They're just not afraid. They're fearless. They're, it's all about tradition. Back in the day, the only button that our older generation had or lever was something you were not to push or pull. It was a fire. It was a fire lever or something. In case of emergency, press this button. And they're like, I ain't pushing nothing. I ain't about to learn none of this. So make sure that as you grow, if you're millennial or younger, even if you're older than that, you're mindful of the idea of innovation. Don't be afraid to innovate. Don't be afraid to learn something new. Don't be afraid to have to figure something out. Don't be afraid to test yourself. And it's okay if you don't get it. Um, Rodney can tell you, I, we just spent hours, Rodney and Jim, trying to figure something out for the live today. I'm like, all right, well, I don't get it, but I'm going to learn it. So never cut that part of being curious and learning off because you're going to need it. Or you're going to be the old guy who don't touch computers, who hoping and wishing that people do fill this out and do all this. And, you know, you don't want to be that guy. Still buying movie tickets at the counter, hoping, you know, calling a number. Remember, you used to have to call a number to hear when the movie start. You got to be a certain age to remember that. When you had to call and wait. No, I don't remember. You don't remember? Movie phone. No, I remember. I remember. Now you can just go to apps and see when stuff starts. But you used to have to call a number and just wait. There's a recording. It was a voicemail. If you want to see Batman with Val Kilmer or whatever, it starts at 8.13 or 8.15, 9 o'clock. 10 o'clock, 10.30. You have to wait till your movie come. Like TV guides, right? You have to wait until your stuff show up. Now y'all can just go see what's on. Back in the day, anyway, I'm just showing my age. There's people older than me. Like, I remember when. But, I mean, it just show you how things change. And you got to be well, prepared for it. I told my son, NBA used to be where actually I, I come to a team. We don't win until they build a team around me. I said, imagine if Michael Jordan jumped in with Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. He had 20 championships. Yeah. It's not the way it used to It used to be. You had to actually grow with your team. That's why there's guys like Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing don't have rings. They didn't go join superstars. That, that, that was no, you know, I told them things have changed, man. I think they regret it, though. <laughs> I think they, I think Barkley and them regret it. Because if you ever watch TNT, yeah. man, Shaq be lighting Barkley up. Boy, I love it when he talk rings. I don't know if y'all, all my sports fans that watch NBA, Shaq be lighting. That's why you ain't getting no rings, Chuck. That's why you ain't getting no He'd be lighting. Up, He'd be lighting. <laughs> my, thing is, my thing is Shaq was the centerpiece, and they built teams around him. Absolutely. I didn't see Shaq jumping from team to team to say, who's got the best chance to win this year? Let's go do that. I that was the they when they brought him over to Lakers, though, with Kobe. Don't forget about that. Yeah, he, he, he well, probably was, yeah. There, there was, there was a reason to bring him over. But, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, though, like not – Hey, look, it you was, know what? We got Shaq. We're just going to build everything around him. Or not that, but he was like hopping like five franchises in two years. He wasn't my, doing my whole thing is, Rodney, listen, you're a free agent next year. I'm a free agent next year. Let's both go to this destination. That right. to me is like, come on. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's he he didn't saying. play for many. He did not. Play. I think he played for what? He was uh, with the Magic, the Lakers, and I think the Suns. Celtic. Yeah. He was. He was with a few guys. He was with the yeah. Guys like when he was like when he was finishing up, I think it was with the Suns, which is weird enough because that's you know Barkley, but interesting. Uh, <laughs> Alex, I know Alex was trying to get on. You should have access now, Alex. I just seen that. My bad on the last. You should. You should have access to it now. You should be able to come on in. Get on here, Ernie. Come on, Ernie. Chuck Swing got no rings, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, you don't know what you're talking about. That's when you're gonna. I'll be like, wow, this guy is just. He throws it down, though. But what I love about Shaq, though, man, is that of all the jokes that we make about him with free throws and just anything and everything, the man literally practicing what you preach about you're never, it's never too late, went back to school. Oh, yeah, you have to. You have to got keep, his degree. Yeah, you have to keep doing it. And masters, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. I think so. So, yeah, I mean, and I mean, businesses and businesses and philanthropy and all. You know, I I, I respect and admire it. I really do. The moment you stop growing, you just you stop living. You got to keep. You got to keep. You know what I mean? You got to keep. For some reason, I don't. Some people just like I like I don't like people who just give up and can't do stuff. Yes. It's, it's too much information I, out here for you to learn it. Like you just, it's a choice now. I get it. Back in the eighties, if you had a broken refrigerator, you you was just you had to call the guy to come fix it. Now you can YouTube it, Google it, and find ten different ways to fix it. If you don't want to, just say I don't want to do it, and that's fine. But the information is there. The inf- I remember we used to buy these big old books at AutoZone to learn how to fix stuff on the car, and it was just you, you had to buy that big old huge book. So that you can learn how to fix stuff, you know, you can learn which screwdriver was needed to remove this screw, and now it's all on YouTube. So Toyota Celica from nineteen ninety seven to nineteen ninety nine model number blah blah, and yeah, that was crazy. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So you know, make sure that's popping up and everybody can get in. Absolutely. Um, make sure we got we got oh six people in the room. Okay, all right. They got the, they just got the camera off. When I got the camera off, they don't show them. But those are things that I want you to you know I want you to think about. Let's go. Let me go back to the original topic because I want to c- kind of ask people to post their niche and let's think of some competitive advantages. Let's let's. You see, now we're gonna talk about basketball. We should when we at the after party we're gonna probably talk about basketball. I ain't gonna lie. Um, remember when you were on the internet and you couldn't use the phone? Absolutely. I had I had two lines. I was the internet guy, so I had two lines in my house. So that I can get on the internet. Balling. That's right. That's right. Don't let me connect both to the two different modems to the same computer. Two lines. I was getting that fast internet back in the day. But uh, 56K was the. Oh, was the, man. Oh, man. 56K drop. You couldn't tell me nothing, bro. It took me a good hour to download the MP3. That was fast. Good hour. Yeah. I would have a separate line so I could set it up all night to just download all my songs. I'll wake up to a good eight, nine new songs. Yeah, yo, what was that thing? It was the handshake and it would say, you are on. Is that what it would do? It'd be like, welcome. It was like that. AOL, welcome. AOL, America Online. Go do your research. Go do your research, y'all. AOL was the truth back in the day. You ain't had no pictures. I remember it. Yo, I remember getting a computer. That had a 10 gig hard drive and that was big. Yeah, I had a packer. Hard drive was 10 gigs. Kids, let me tell you something. Um, back in the day, if a girl told you she was cute on the internet, you just had to believe her. 
It wasn't yeah. no pictures. <laughs> there, there was no pictures. You just believed her. She said she looked like this and that. And you was like, okay. You just believed her. Uh, uh, give me your ASL. Give me your ASL. Yep. Uh, yep. Now I don't know what that is. So keep, do your research. It's some... <laughs> don't do that, Michael. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. He let brought me, it up. I'm let just let me break it. down what ASL is. He brought it up. Let me just break <laughs> down what ASL means because there's some people that's like, what is that? Like a- ASL is when you go in the chat room age and it's sex location. age, sex, location. Who? Are, yeah, you post it. They don't, it's okay. My niece is car dealerships. Um, no, not for sales though. Uh, AIM a- Messenger was big too. Cannabis photography. So, so think about. I would name. I'm a, okay. Let's talk about cannabis, Kim. What's going on? Big shout out to you. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. If my if my um niche was cannabis photography, I would have like a chronic package. I would have uh I would have them named after different like different stuff. I would have perp. You want the perp package? What you want? I would have it. I'm just gonna be real with you. I would I would totally do that. I would totally have packages built around the cannabis industry that we can offer. Go for it, Mike. So I just want to put in some, uh, so 411 on that. So I'm in Washington state and of course cannabis is legal here. Uh, having content for cannabis, uh, or, uh, for cannabis owners and photographers, you want to make content. That's all fine and dandy. The biggest thing is though, you cannot market it. Because the federal government has a lockdown on that. Like Facebook, Google ads, they don't want anything related to cannabis or vapor. So if they, if a, if a cannabis uh, pers- uh, distribution business said, hey, I want to put this on Facebook and uh, do it, can you put these on ads? You, you can't do that. But you could make, uh, produce content for them, you know, but yeah. put it on their website and stuff like that. But, but I mean, how can. I think the loophole to that is like. Oh, about, there's, I, I don't disagree with you. There are loopholes. I don't know. Think I'm about just, uh, Dr. Dre's The Chronic. He, there isn't marketing with that. He wasn't really pushing real, you know. Yeah, yeah but this is this is that was like twenty. That was twenty years ago. You do have guy. a point there. You do have a point there. It was twenty years ago, and I don't know. I I I'm not the four one one on it, but I had I was thinking like you could go back several lives. Mm-hmm. Or I wanted to get into cannabis, and it really made me think about like I'm gonna have to hold back on that. I'm waiting for the federal government to finally change their mind to make it. Federal FBI, open up! All right, let's exactly. talk. Uh, yeah, let's talk about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I feel you. I'm, I'm sure they, we, we gotta. I'm gonna have to look into it. I mean, I feel what you're saying. I just feel like, man, it gotta be a way we can. You know, got to be a way oh, that there, can go. There down. are. I I don't know on top of my head, but right. I mean, you gotta. I mean, remember earlier in the year when they had that whole clubhouse? Clubhouse had like several clubhouses on cannabis on just cannabis marketing strategies. That was one of the clubhouse. So it's like, how do you market this without getting in trouble? How is Clubhouse doing right now? Did you see the new um, Facebook version of Clubhouse? No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Facebook that. got their own audio thing. They're just ruthless, man. They'll steal your stuff in a heartbeat. Yeah, Alex, check your messages on the community. Yeah, Kim, uh, you're on your own. I'm sorry, FBI is, you know, outside. But, uh, yeah, they, they're just, you know. She has great images, though. I've seen her images. They're great. They're excellent. Post it if you can. We'd love to see. If you can, I don't want you to, the FBI to be at your house, but that's not my thing. But, however, 
That still looks great. Um, let's see. I'm in the Bronx. I serve lower price. Uh oh, that's why it ain't working. Okay, bless your heart. Yeah, that that ain't the way to go. Um, we gonna have to figure it out. Yeah, that's that. When that, you said check your message in the community, you're talking to me. I'm, no, I'm sorry, I know it's not you. Al- the other Alex. The other Alex is trying to oh, get me. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I sent bad. you an email. I'm sorry. I, that's why I figured you were saying that. No problem. I'm, I'm talking to the other Alex. He was trying to get in. Okay. Uh, uh, Mr. Miner? Yes. There you go. Okay. He's ready for you. That's He's getting ready for you, Boko. Uh, Boko. He's ready. You got to hit that joint <laughs> with the camera. Okay. There we go. Wow. Here we go. Fly from the Kirk Franklin Studios. <laughs> that's a great shot you got there buddy well you know <laughs> get soft like show up I like yo it. that yo that does look good behind him I'm not gonna lie to you I, shot. That, that's a you got some good stuff set up there man about to come over there they, with my camera they now. blurred yours out Mike they blurred you oh. out <laughs> oh man hey Alex I, I'm, I'm digging your new mic just say ah uh, yeah what, what lens you got Mike a typical 2470 it's just uh, Canon. You got Canon. What about you, Alex? What you what you rocking? A uh, GH five. What about with the with the lens? What's the glass? Uh, it's a seventeen millimeter Mitocon f zero point nine five. I just all Okay, okay. I just he was he was happy to say zero point. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he put that zero, like zero. If you're, not, if you're not reporting live from a San Francisco helicopter, I don't even touch what she's doing. Like she got a million dollars worth of equipment. She's she's above the the Golden Gate Bridge, fellas. Like, oh my god! Y'all can my try. But... My question to you is: On these these cameras you're using, obviously full frame cameras. Nope. How are you? Micro four thirds, baby. He's got micro. Okay, micro four thirds or full frame thirty five millimeter. How are you mounting that camera above your screen? Are you using a tripod? What are you doing? Oh, my screen is behind the camera. Uh, I've just got, I've got a, a what do they call it? A stand sit desk. And I just got like a tabletop tripod. I see. He's just looking into the camera. I just got a, a teleprompter that'll show my actual screen so I can see my comments and stuff here mm-hmm. and look into it. Other than that, I'm just real good at just doing this. But. Yeah. We but the you Yo. know, the question is the the Golden Gate Bridge. Like how are you able to like where's the pilot and <laughs> I mean all the questions we got. Uh, it's just backgrounds. Just Besides, keep, this just, isn't actually a DSLR, it's just a Logitech camera. Keep your shh, don't tell them your secrets. They're gonna they're gonna be biting it. Don't <laughs> hey, do you don't want that. You don't, you don't want, want that. Want to steal. It's a million people keep watching, you know. Don't tell your secrets now. <laughs> <laughs> keep that keep that for the after hour then you can tell the secrets, but don't tell them because they're gonna be out doing it. It's all good. Yo, I got a, a privacy screen. Just came from B and H. Oh wait, I thought you so, were blocking it for real. Go ahead. No, no. What happened was I'm going to be doing some interviews, and sometimes I have to have serious conversations with clients about contracts and stuff. I don't want my DW showing because then they think, oh, this is, you know. So if the privacy screen actually sits in the back of my chair, and it puts like a white dome over everything, so it looks like I'm up against a plain background, and know. it sits right on the back of my chair. Yeah. So when you know, yeah, I got it. It was like I think it was about ninety dollars B and H. When you get that set up, post that in the community. I'd love to see it. Absolutely, I've, I've seen good. those on like Amazon and stuff. The one I got was like it's a little bit legit. Like there's a green screen one, and it's yeah. got the white. But it's this is not like one of those. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes you get stuff on Amazon, and it's not like it's not really. This is like the professional. Sleep I paid, you know. 
I pay, and it actually folds down like you would um the reflect you know when you have the, yeah. the diffusers and it folds up with that kind of tension and then you be basically flare it out in your chair and you're like a puffer fish with just white <laughs> <laughs> so maybe i'll set it up while we're, while we're on this thing and you can see how well it works yeah show the, show the people I, I, got, I got a question for alex go what for it. lights go. are you got back there because i'm i'm interested Is, oh LEDs what lights I, yeah, I got leds back there wait, you gotta yeah. say which alex you gotta say which Alex. that's not like a my bad my bad jukebox my bad. back there it's like four different tube lights um, then I got like, a, well, I'll just show y'all. Well, hold on a second. You got to change yeah, the focus. Rocket. You got that you wanna, man working. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I got it. They got magnets on the back. So they just, I got a metal shelf so they can just oh, you know, okay. hang on the shelf. That's like a keyboard with a bunch of, you know, colored lights. So I just tilt that out up there and then, yeah. And then there's, uh, I'm pointing backwards. So there's a purple light right there. And then I got all the way in the corner. Behind my Megazord, there's a little blue light. <laughs> Talk about purple haze. That's what's, what's going on. I there. know. I know. That's what's, that's what's going on there. Um, yeah, these are. Listen, this is a time you come on live. This is a time you can practice your testimonial shots. You can practice your talking head shots. Get that light real nice and soft and and, and straight to jump on here. I mean, unless you got a webcam, you cool. Unless you got a webcam, you're reporting from the Golden Gate Bridge, and we can't ask no more. <laughs> but the rest of y'all using DSLRs, I mean, reporting live, live, exactly from a helicopter that has not moved one inch. That pilot is oh, concentrating. Twenty wow. first, exactly, 21st man. Twenty third century technology, uh, right there. I'll just, I'll just say, I encourage everybody who uh, does, you know, client consultation, sales calls, whatever, via Zoom or what have you, to like invest in this type of setup. Because I don't know how many times I done hopped on with a potential client, and the first thing they do is go, "Whoa, yeah, like yeah. you're, like hey, you're set up." Uh, you be yeah. uh, I had a court date and they were like innocent. Look at that background. That guys didn't do nothing. I was like, bitch. <laughs> they was like <laughs> you like seriously though, if you if you're doing any type of zoom, look at this guy, you're about to fall in the background. If you're doing any type of zoom or anything, get your lighting right and pop on and have consultations with clients like that. Hey, that's what that this is what that overtime got me. I was like, oh got, you yeah. know what? Like you know what? I let me try this out, and yeah, I showed you guys last week. I got the rig, and I got the ice light, and I got the mic going. I just need to work on my background. So I look a little bit. You nice. got it. Got you could you I could mean, be like I, L. I mean, L. Alex over there got the Victoria's Secret wings. He about to put on this. <laughs> <laughs> I want you all to see. It. I'm opening this live real time, man. Oh, <laughs> live unboxings on Flash Film Academy. Yeah, you know what? That's gonna be a thing. Live unboxings here. Live unboxing. Oh my god, that. it does. It looks like little wings. It's He's gonna be a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> He's just <laughs> only on Flash Film Academy where you more from a caterpillar I'm, to a butterfly. I'm, I'm sorry, live. Alex, but that ain't gonna make me take you more serious, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that oh, has man. the inverse effect, man. It really. So, maybe if I do. All right, you like maybe I need guys. a tighter frame of. Why you got a fan on the back of your chair? You like one of the guys that <laughs> okay. with the sign. Okay. That's a little better. That's so little we better. we got we just got to make it closer. You like a Victoria's gotta, Secret fly? Are you trying you know to get the Rodney shot? No, 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 no
Do not put my name on that. No, no. Those hats in church, you know what I'm saying? The big hats, that's what it reminds me of. Or or a church fan. You remind me of the old church fan. (laughs) Remember the wicker chairs back in the 70s? That's what it looked like. That's what it looked like you got. Oh, yeah. Yo. All he needs is a wooden cane. If I was going to get played by anybody, it might as well be this group. You You know what I'm saying? You look like a ping pong paddle right now. You just... (laughs) Oh Don't worry, Alex. You're beautiful. That's all that matters. You, you like that. If you was a superhero, uh, you would be the black flash you, you all got to give me credit for one thing. At least I did it in front of y'all. That's, you know that's what true. Hey, you good sport. This is a live unboxing. This is an experiment. Maybe, I, I mean, this is a 30-day money-back guarantee. Yeah, keep... You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? You look like a flash Maybe I should use right the now. green... You want me to use the green side? Yeah, go green. On? Go green. Let's see that. It's yeah. definitely going to matter. Yeah, let's let's see that. <laughs> it's not going to matter. You, you need to go to Alex Manor School. school. Behind the scenes of a Victoria's Secret model. As, as he attempts to put on his, his wings. <laughs> oh, he's <gosh>. going green. <laughs> Let me get some runway music real quick. Hold we on. need some. We need some. If if he was an Avenger, he would be the fly swatter. Hey, I, I think he's all straps on the other side of the thing. To, the other side, yeah, yeah, to put it on. If it's reversible, <laughs> I, I I know that, but like when well, you can see the bands. straps going over the top of your chair, it's kind of like. Let me play the music. How else would it stay up? Let me play the music. I, well, while I'm supposed my back's supposed to come out that. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to take my money back. <laughs> Hulk smash. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That Yo, hilarious. If, 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 I, if I never made y'all laugh, you can say I did tonight. You know what I'm man, saying? That is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess oh, the experiment's man. over. That is. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Frozen just in the cut like, man, y'all got me embarrassed to be a gold man. <laughs> hey, so, you got to give it one thing. It folds up real nice. <laughs> that, that's good. That folds up real nice to ship it back. That's good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> ship that thing back. Right back in the box. Y'all cold <laughs> <in> it, bro. <laughs> hey, we're live, ladies hey, and gentlemen. I can't. Hey, it is what it is. is. This is why I need Thursday is. night. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't feel my clients. I might not come back from this. People my are, peers, all right. People are joining the chat to get on and be a part of this. I just want to say that. <laughs> Man. So I bought this item from uh, Amazon. I thought it was going to be a really good idea. <laughs> it's all good, though, man. It's just, <laughs> when they asked me, what do I rate this product? I rated a... <laughs> I'll we put need the to, link in the chat description. We need, <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of an affiliate link. When you buy it, I lose money. So <laughs> we're going to start doing live unboxings. That'll be dope. That'll, where, where's my other one? Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, we, we've all done it. We've all, we've all, you know, we've, we've all made purchases before like this. This isn't the first, this isn't the last, but we are here to support him and be a part of making sure no one makes these purchases. No one buy all these newer products. <laughs> and as a family, we're going to help him through this <laughs> because we're the Flash yeah. Academy family. 
What did, what did Malcolm say? You've been hoodwinked. You've been bamboozled. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to help you fight through it. We didn't land on Flash Film. Flash <laughs> Film landed no, on no, us. We didn't land on B&H. With a throat punch. Yeah. B&H landed on us. You, you've been hoodwinked. You've been bamboozled. That's Run amok. That's that B&H landed on you. I thought it was going to get a little credibility because it was from B&H and not Amazon. They, Dude, got, they got a real good... I thought so, too. I, I mean, listen, that was close to $100, and it came from B&H, but maybe I need Rodney's camera, Alex's camera. Yeah. Maybe a, that'll change. You know what? It's the gear. It's the gear. It's the gear. Told, Let me get some better gear. Right. And that's then what I'll be about. Right, right. Told y'all, sure, don't sure, don't sure. buy no more gear. I told y'all, <laughs> don't buy no more gear. What he do? Go out and get a ping pong. <laughs> He needs some milk. He needs some. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> what was that about? Sound bites. You got some good sound bites. Oh man! Uh, they gonna, see, they gonna ban my little YouTube channel. I didn't just got it to fifty thousand. I'm gonna be out of here. It's that quick. Oh my goodness! I love the Stuart look of Frozen right now. Just keep right? it together, right? Hey, it's like you know what? I don't know these people. I'm just here. I'm he's, for like, the he's like, y'all ain't right, man. Y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't right. Yep. <laughs> Somebody, right now. There's a, there is a, some, there's a viewer out there right now with that same thing in their cart. They was getting ready to buy it right now. You just saved, <laughs> you some just saved them. You just saved some people. So don't feel bad. Just, you yeah. just, you just. That was the Victoria's Secret wings? Right? The one wing. The spring catalog. The, 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 you just saved some people. So, I did. I did, and you saw the unboxing right here. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, no, that's, and that I wonder is, what Brandy would have to say about that one. Oh, man. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, you have to hit that like button. Because we bring you. We, we, remember I tell you, you got to fail and move forward. You got to fail forward. And here, we fail forward together <laughs> as a family. Okay. Good thing B and H. This this is not B and H going unsponsored. Whatever they got, all these videos. <laughs> <for me. laughs> hey be. y'all, can I get a store credit? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah, you're gonna have to ask them for yeah because they it's, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. But let me get a let me get a polarizing filter. <laughs> they're gonna do something. Give me something. Give me a bag or something. It's okay. It's okay. That's an, uh you know we gotta. Why does this thing keep popping up with this? Yo, anyway. Ty, have you been to the B&H store in New I York have, City? I have been to the B&H store. It is you got to leave your oh wallet goodness, in the car. Oh my goodness, man! You got to. I'm your only wallet. like, I'm only ninety, maybe like maybe like 60, 60 miles from there. Don't do it. And I, I'm yo, I go in that place. Let me tell you something. Everybody here, I could tell you this: if somebody gave you a million dollars and said you have two hours to spend it in B&H, you I could get it. it spent in a half an hour. It's yo, it's like a toy store. It's like a candy store. Like, and then they have the trolleys. When you order something, say you order an FX6, you order, and then you see these trolleys coming. They're doing, it, and then next thing you know, it goes to this place. It's all orderly. It's all set up. Boom, they package your stuff. Let me see your ID. Here's your credit card. Next thing you know, man, you you out, and then you want to go back in the store. I'm gonna tell you what else is you. Adorama is like that, but I'm gonna tell you what else you can go to to have that experience. NAB mm. NAB in, in Vegas is ridiculous. It's like BNH on steroids. <laughs> because wow. BNH carries certain brands. 
NAB is like all of those Amazon brands that make all these one-off whatever. They are all there. BNA, uh, I mean, NAB is absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. Wow. And you have companies um, like Nikon. They got these huge booths, and you can play with any lens and camera combination you want. Sigma, and they got every Canon. They got everything. NAB is like that. NAB is, wow. is it'll have you, you'll be, it's, and then they, they will, um, they will announce new cameras that you've never heard of or seen that you can touch and play with. Wow. NAB will have you like, man, I gotta get, like, Aperture have every light they ever made, plus they announced like five more, and you can just play with them, and a lot of people don't understand this, anybody that go to NAB this year, I'm gonna tell you, remember when you heard it, because a lot of places ain't gonna tell you this, if you're going to NAB this year, Stack some bread because a lot of those companies don't want to ship that stuff back. They want to sell it the last day of NAB. Anybody who leaving getting out of there before it ends, you I feel sorry for you because they letting it go for seventy percent off. And all they did what? was open a Are box and put it on display. Yeah, yes. it costs them more money and it's more headache to ship it back to China and shit than just Yeah, they seventy percent. They're letting it go for pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. The last day, if you are there, that it was like a Thursday night. If you are there that night, they're like, take it. You can take it with you right now, bro. They are letting it go. They do not want to ship it. The people there don't care. They just don't want to package it and box it back up. So, well, they cash or card? Which one do you? Which which? which I think it was. I think it was both last time. But I would bring cash just to be sure. So all of those, I'm talking about all of the the. Um, no, big big companies like Nikon and them, they may not, but like Tilta and all of those light companies, man, they like take it. All of the bad companies and battery companies and stream, a lot of stuff, they like take it. Now, companies like Zoom, they only got one on display. They're not going to let you have it. But a lot of like light companies and C-stands and all of that stuff, they like, we, we don't even want to put it in the truck. Like take it off the floor right now. So that night, I, it was it was I I had no idea. I didn't bring enough cash to really take advantage of it because I had no idea. I'm like, why are people sitting around? It's just over with. And when it was time to break it down, the I vultures descend. Yep, I seen what's his name, the guy who at Aperture, uh, Ted himself Ted? was just throwing like, here, take get this, get that, buy that. Whoa, like, they were I letting it know. go. On top of that, you'll meet every YouTuber you uh, you like will be there. Every 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 um. Video based YouTuber photography will be at NAB. That's if you if you are you'll be standing next to Philip Bloom and all of them. They Potato will, Jet, Potato Jet, they all will be there. They they were they, that's why I got pictures with everybody. They're cool people, pretty cool. And they have a lot of after parties too. If you go to NAB, Aperture will throw an after party, Canon will throw a party, like and they get crazy. So those are things you need to know if you're going to. When NAB. is the Flash Film After Party going to be happening? Uh, at club, uh, well, we'll talk about that offline because that club, I don't want to get, I don't want to get demonetized. Club, club six six two. It's gonna be uh, on flamingo. It's gonna be that's gonna be. I don't want to get demonetized. <laughs> we'll have to do it in the after hour because they don't you know, want YouTube to be like, you gonna have it where? Then you know, one yeah. strip club. Just get when you, is NAB? Just get you the, uh, the gun and shoot the ones. Just bring get you two of them. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be in October. Um, it's gonna be in October. It's October, uh, I think, 11th or 13th or something like that. Ty, are you seeing that timer above the thing? Yeah, too? I'd see it. I'm dreading it. I'm dreading it. So, <laughs> what is it? It's like group that you, you got it they on. Hate the, it's, I don't yeah, know. I, I think I'm signing to the wrong account because it's not my professional account. Because yeah, You probably have uh, an unlimited number of people and a limited number of time. It's just 
Yeah. yeah. That's the one they give you, like, when you first get into Zoom. Because they want it. It's like, they I, give it to you. Yeah, it's the, free. the free account. They I limit think, the meetings to 40 minutes. I think I'm signed in under my personal Zoom and not my business Zoom. So I think that's what that's it is. That's what happened. But I don't, if I had to go back and redo a whole link and I might do all that, we about to just switch Yo, Ty, off. Yo, you some nice on. gear, man. I'm scrolling through your gear list. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice yeah. Stuff. It's you a bunch of good, good things. Stuff. Bunch of good. If you get a chance, you guys are watching, go to go to Flash Film uh, Academy, click on gear list. A lot, of comp- a lot of services I've used and I've linked them as well. And and I only, listen, If I try to list stuff I've used. I don't want to tell you what I think is good. I can't vouch for that. There's some stuff that I would never use again that'll never make that list. Um, but I try to list like copywriters and different companies that I've used um, on that list. Yeah, I'm going to need to use some of them copywriters. Soon. Go for it. Go for it. I have. Let, let me let's do this. We're going to reset this room. Um, I want to tell you about I've been using AI for copywriting. I don't know if you've seen that lately, mm-hmm. but we're going to talk about that. Let's switch up and then we're going we're gonna to go here. Um and we're going to redo it. Same link and everything, guys. So let's do that. And in the meantime, we let's um I have been using I've been playing around with um AI for copywriting and it's been decent. There's a company called copy.ai um and they have a free trial and you would you may be blown away at the results of it. There, it's not super perfect, but the things that you may be worried about, like grammar and all that, it's really good at that. Like you'll be, you'll wonder, like how did y'all get this good at it? Um, but it's really, really. If you have no copywriting and you want to kind of get into it and learn about it, copy that uh, AI is it's pretty decent. It's it's really good actually. It'll bring up some stuff that's just mind blowing when it comes to writing like emails and certain like things like that. So if you get a chance. Um, sign up for the free account and and check it out. Um, I have no affiliation with them or nothing like that, but it was something that I was it was brought to my attention and I used and I was kind of blown away at it. Um, it was it was just dope. So copy.ai uh, is it, and uh, it, it when you want to like write like hooks or product descriptions or things like that, um, it's really good at that. It's really good at that. And if and it'll even if it's not really good at what you say, it'll continue to tweak it and get better. So uh, if you get a chance, definitely, definitely try it. Um, but it's copy.ai. And it is. It is better than you expect. It's definitely more than usable. It's it's more than usable to the point where you're like, wait, what? Like, how did you how did you get that information about me? Like, how did you add that about my company? Because they're going to ask you your website and it's going to scan your website and do all of that. And it's going to come up with pretty interesting uh, copy for you. And I've used it. uh, I've used it on some YouTube videos. I've used it a few places. And it's pretty dope, especially when you, you know, you want to get some copy. You want something quick and you want something that's pretty, that's pretty decent. Um, it, It will get the job done. And it's decently priced. If you look at what you're going to spend for copywriting for a decent amount of time. It may it may be better if you go that route. So it's they'll let you test it. It's kind of mind blowing. Like it'll 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 trip you out. It will. What's have, the name of the company? I missed it. I'm sorry. Uh, copy.ai. Copy.ai is auto artificial intelligent or AI. I heard of it, writer. but I didn't know if it was any good. It <laughs> is. It is. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
It is. It's, it'll trip you out how good it is. Um, quick thing, real quick, for those who are joining a little late, I have a survey. I'm going to ask that you uh that you fill out if you get time. It takes th- all of three minutes. The goal of that survey is to help me make sure I got the right videos for you. Make sure I'm I'm doing what you you know I'm talking about what you want to hear. So I'm gonna post that link. Uh, really quick, it's three minutes at that. I'm going to ask that you fill that out. We're going to start running some, some contests for gold members, too. I'm trying to work out a few things where we can do contests. Maybe um, I don't want to kind of give away the, what the contests are, but we're going to try to have a few contests that are like weekly contests that you will win something uh, for my gold members who jump on. And we may do a contest like how to light certain things or um, testimonial style shooting where it's not doesn't have to be a real testimonial but whoever has the best lighting to to display a certain mood and we'll all vote on who the winner is and the winner will get you know an Amazon gift card or, or a B&H gift card something like that Tommy Rebel says landed a big oh I thought he said big it was beta client a jeweler wanted to learn about the industry is that your uh, target audience and jewelers there's a lot to learn I'll tell you um my experience with jewelers, because I, a lot of people don't know, is I start, I was one of the first beta photographers with Google when they rolled out the um, 360 view of stores. Um, I was a part of the beta team to help with that, where we went to different stores and took pictures back when we had to do it with a physical camera. And you had to take four pictures in each direction and then stitch them together, everything. So I was a part of the first team when they started rolling that out. And I met a lot of clients or a lot of people who turned into potential clients um, now through that. Um, And one of the clients that I met was a jeweler here in Dallas who was one of the they're one of the 10 diamond wholesalers in the in the country. Um, And I got to learn a lot about jewelry. A lot about diamonds, like they own mines um, over across seas. So it was, it was nice. It was, it was, it was nice just learning about the difference in diamonds and what it, what they go through to bring them and provide them and how they value them and just things like that. So jewelry is way more interesting than I thought it would be. Um, so it's great to, it's great to learn about it. I want to make sure I add everybody in. There you go. So, yeah. So, you know, you'll learn a lot from a beta client. Plus, they're very seasonal, right? There's times a year where people just buy a lot of jewelry. Christmas time, certain times a year, people just buy a lot of jewelry. A lot of, and I mean, we're talking about, you know, things other than just engagements. Um, So it's it's a lot to learn when it comes to that. Uh, Is doing corporate video for agency that service multiple startups a good niche? Um, the hard raw answer is no, um, because how do you create something specifically for their target audience? If they have multiple target audiences, how do you appeal to them? I would go one more. I would go one more layer deep. Are we doing tech companies, it companies? Are we doing companies that has apps? Um, I did a few startup videos when I got started. They were all over the place. I had a video, um, about a guy who invented, this sounds crazy, but it was dope. Um, a mini deodorant stick that sticks to your keychain in case you're out and you hit the gym, you can just hit hit the deodorant. And it was I thought it was a good idea. We did a really good Kickstarter for him. Um, and I shot the video. I have to pull it up and show you guys one day. But um, we shot the video for it and uh, it came out well. I can't remember if he reached his goal or not, but 
Um, I had that. And then I had another company that created an app that used your location to track you. If you allow them to use your location to track you, and I think they sold this license, um, whenever you enter a store, you're notified of the savings and stuff in that store. And if you shop at a certain store or visit a certain store, you, you get points that you can then use to buy stuff. So I don't I didn't get deep enough to understand how his revenue and stuff like that work. But I think he sold that license to like a bigger company like Walmart so they can detect when you're in Walmart and the app would automatically open back up and say, hey, we see you in our Walmart. You know, we got to sell on such and such an aisle six. So it, I, I think he ended up selling that. Um, so I don't, I don't know. But you want to be very specific with the type of startups you work with. Because you, it's hard to, it's it's hard to offer a return on investment to a startup company when you have not worked with their target audience before. You're you're so much more valuable when you've worked with their with a specific target audience than you are just creating content. So, definitely, um, might have missed it. But I asked earlier if you or anyone in the panel has experienced any pushback from from VAC status. If so, what are your thoughts? Uh, bumped into this topic like three times. So, as political as this topic is, even though it shouldn't be, um, it is, you know, it, it, that really depends on where you are in the country. I'm here in Texas, and it's hit or miss. I try not to even bring up the topic. Um, I try not to even bring it up. In Florida, you can't. They passed the law like you can't ask about vac status. I, I yeah. I however still provide them. I still do a um, COVID waiver. Period. I don't need to know what what it is, but you can't sue me or come after me or whatever because of whatever side of the fence you're on. Um, because I know some people that are pro and some people that are against it. Um, I try to make sure that I'm covered legally. That's the best you can do. And sometimes providing that will kill all questions or thoughts or ideas legally. Cause you, a lot of people just, a lot of people, let's say hypothetically you're, you're against it and you want to work in the area and they like, you don't have it. You know, we don't want to work with you. Really. They're trying to protect themselves legally in most cases. It's not about a, it's not personal. It's just business. Right. So if you got a contract or something that states that I'm not responsible, you're not responsible either way. They're like, oh, OK, we don't care. It's on you. Now, you may want to be careful because there may be um, soon some places that require verification. I think New York is going to that. Um, and, and then they're already doing it for certain places. Yeah. And I actually just had a friend whose uh, production got shut down. After one day, like it was a big production for uh, probably for a hospital system or something. And he was like, we we were up there one day. They were doing daily testing for COVID. Somebody tested positive. He was fully vaccinated, but, you know, people can carry it. And they shut the production down, sent everybody home. If you are in healthcare And you are, are, are against vaccinations, you're probably going to have a difficult time. And it's not about personal. I don't. It's up to you. You have your your body. You're right. Um, I, I believe in giving people the choice to do whatever they want to do. I can care less as long as it don't come over my fence and mess with me. I'm cool. You can do.
do flips in your house. I don't care. But when it comes to working with clients, they have the right to make that choice. So if you're in healthcare you and you want to stay in that area, your competitor may have fully, completely triple shot vaccine stickers all over their page. And it could be something that is hurting you when you're in healthcare or you're somewhere you're around a lot of people. But the choice is still yours. I'm not here to tell you yay or nay. Um, but just know, just be just be logical on the business side because they have your, your client has the ability to have a choice, just like you have the ability to have a choice. So if they choose not to, don't take it personal. Hey, I respect it. It's just business. You know, sometimes if you offer them a contract and say, here's our, you know, we're we're sometimes offering a, a COVID waiver puts you ahead of it. So just know that you could possibly run into that. I've seen it happen. That is true. If I can just add just a little bit as far as like what's going on with like in my niche, it's that, um, you know, in over here in Colorado, they're probably they're probably most likely about to enforce that, that they're going to be, you know, asking for the the vaccination card for all the guests that are coming into the into the uh, the restaurants and you know the Colorado Restaurant Association has has been talking to some of the the owners of restaurants and the owners are like hey you know if that's going to keep our business running and not going back to 50% uh capacity or you know that everybody got to wear masks like they're looking at a business where it's like yeah we're going to card you so we can keep this 100% open and our money's still coming in so you, if we put ourselves in the business side of things, they're only worried about the business side of things. Like if we're going to card you for it. So in order for us to, our business to survive, they're going to go for it. You know? So this is all that matters, people. <laughs> this is all that matters. I got to It's all that matter. If it ain't about that. Yeah. yeah. That's all that matter. Yeah, yeah. That's all that in business. It's all, that's all that matter. So no matter it don't matter what side of the fence you own you need to be on the side that you can get the most dollars even if it's just for work purposes so um okay i like that too we can work with that too whatever that noise is what was <laughs> somebody got an email or something it probably was me you know what i just got an email from copy.ai true story they're watching everything i do can't make this up that was super weird. thanks for plugging us ty i was super weird Here's your check, yeah, right? <laughs> So yeah, so be mindful of that. I mean, you, listen, I you can choose a side. I'm not telling you which side to choose. I really don't care. I'm gonna sleep good tonight. Um, but when it comes to business, you got to know your whoever your target audience is. You should have an idea of what they like based on your target audience, right? You should know your target audience. You should know your the the income level. You should know the political views. Your when you get real specific on your target audience, you'll know who your ideal client is. They'll fall within one of those two things, and those are those are things. When you understand your target audience, you can position yourself to be attractive to them. Right? You may have a target audience that's that's anti, or maybe pro. You should know who your target audience is, and knowing that, you know, it should make it easier to know how you should present yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've I've shot video, I've shot content for for Democrats and Republicans. Right, the way I walk in is completely different with each one. I've shot campaign videos for both sides. 
you you got to kind of you know walk in like yeah that guy I don't know what he's talking about or hey that guy's great whatever you got to do but I'm leaving like this though I'm leaving like these like yeah that guy I don't know what he's talking about huh guys you know what I'm saying give me another one yeah okay perfect yeah it's screw those guys. whatever I'm leaving like that and that's how it's just business stop making it personal do it yeah if you're smart smart you have you have a you'll have a Trump uh, Trump t-shirts on one side with your back to the your your business partner who's got Biden t-shirts on the other side. Reversible. And I'm flipping it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't get in the war. Just sell bullets. Don't get in the war. Is it? Don't just I have sell a question bullets. for you. Has anybody like not wanted to work with you because you worked with the other side? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you how I learned that. So my demo reel in the beginning, um, I got images of both past, past two presidents, right? In the beginning, I just had Obama stuff drop. I'm in a red state. Be smart. When I added the the images that I the images from the uh, Trump inauguration numbers went back up. I had both. You just got to be smart. I'm not so here to work. Uh, huh? I was gonna say if you're working with both, do they do people care? Like do they? Okay. Nope. There there are campaign advisors and script writers that jump both sides like crazy. Whoever calling, they working on their campaign. They don't care. Um, and as a business owner, you you gotta be the same way. Like it's not about don't pick a side. Just sell bullets. I'm selling bullets and band-aids to both sides. Period. And it just it sucks, but it's just business. When 9-11 happened, what they were doing, they were, we need more American flags. Send more, you know what I'm saying? Every every event in your lifetime, somebody got filthy rich. Hand sanitizing companies and face mask companies. Somebody is looking like, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna get in a war of whether or not you should wear a mask or pro mask or not, but we're gonna make a bunch of masks and we're gonna sell some anti mask stuff for this guy over here. So it, you as a business owner, you gotta look for that opportunity and you can't get caught up in the in the politics. Let let them shoot it out. I'm I'm just gonna cast a check. Um and you have to build your business to do that. A lot of companies don't come forward with a side unless they're forced to. You don't know who Coca Cola feel right now. You don't know how ATT feel. They're not trying to pick a side as your business as you as an individual is something different. But as a brand, as a business, you don't need to be claiming a side for what? That's what people do. That's not what businesses do unless they're forced to. You got a company like Nike who signs people, you know, they, they rely on the image of others to grow their brand. They may have to choose a side, but AT&T ain't picking a side. They don't got to. They're not, Good thing they're not right. representing uh, Mario Cuomo. I'm sorry, Andrew Cuomo, right now. I mean, you never know. You like some people. A lot of them companies quietly support people you don't think they do. They quietly do it. So, but they're not going to do it publicly. They don't want to. They may say, "Hey, executive, you send some money to go do this as a person, and if it falls, it's on you." But we, as a company, we're not going to do it. I mean, you don't want to play this. You want to get out of that. It's it's crazy because we we we're so used to just living a life of worrying about it, picking aside politics. But you really want to, as a business, you want to get out of that. It was plenty of times back in the day where the company, the country was segregated and as racist as possible. But it didn't matter who color you were to buy that Coca Cola, they was gonna sell it to you. You may have to get in a different line to get it. You may have to go around the back of the store to get it. But we still gonna sell you this Coca Cola. Uh, are you um, are you partially separated enough from your business that you can talk about it personally, or do you not even broach it on your personal pages either? Oh, I'm bad on my personal page. Anybody that knows, 
Like, so the YouTube version of me is a very G-rated version of me. I'm not a G-rated guy. I'm not a G-rated guy at all. I'm, anybody who's been army, military, like I am, the, the diff, it's just a different version of me. I, mm. I keep it separated, but this is, I have to catch myself mid-sentence often. I didn't got good at it, but if you think my jokes are, uh, are raw on YouTube. Tyrone is different than Ty. Thank you. Two different brains. Tyrone is completely different. <laughs> gotta make it safe for civilians. Gotta make it civilian safe. You're absolutely right. I got it. And that's just me. Uh, you know, and it's crazy because on my YouTube journey, I started like, hey, and we're gonna talk about this camera here. And people were like, Oh, the minute I put out a video, like, you got a camera and you broke it's cause you ain't doing what you they was like, Wow, we love this. Yo. The more I punch people in the throat, the more they love it. I'm like, Okay, I got all that. Yo, yo, you I'm telling you. I never forget that where I was because <laughs> Robert, I was in Pittsburgh. My daughter's at UPMC, and I'm sitting at McDonald House, and I'm and I, I'm telling you, my wife could tell you because she was tired of the question. I'm like, I'm good at what I do. How come I can't make money doing it? I don't understand this, and I'm trying to sit there chase people. Let's say uh, you know, like weddings and yeah, and, and this dude, I sat there. I I don't know. I guess it came to my feed. They saw me looking at camera stuff. If you have a camera and you're not making money, here's why. And I said, what? Let me click this on. <laughs> He's just standing there like all impudent. <laughs> I never forget you got like a, you got like a red, a purple light behind you. I was you. so mad He's at like, that video. don't get pent out. I was don't so get mad. Pent out. I had put out Yo, I was, and it was not working. I was like, I might just cut y'all out. Yo, that was it. That That's changed funny. it for me. That's the I, great I, effect, I made my man. wife sit there and watch it. <laughs> To get on the goal, like, to get on the uh, to get on the Zoom is go. You got to go go and keep in mind. That's a lot of people want you to think about. In a minute, we gonna get off live, and we usually chop it up for some time. Last, how long did we stay last week? It was on last oh, week. four hours. Uh, like after the live, how long did we stay on for? Like another way? I it was like an hour and a half. You said months, you had to go. You had the after after. Yeah, yeah. Last time we was a little, I remember little, if I was on like an hour and a half. It was like an hour and a half after we live. So yeah. you said you had to go. You you cut us. You said we got you had yeah. the after after party. The after after. Yeah, yeah. That's right. The after after. That's where really I can really you know. But I, I'm just I'm a different person. I don't want to say I'm a different person, but I'm just I'm a little more polished on here. Let the hair down, basically. Yeah, I'm a little more polished. <laughs> yeah, pro down. Like, like like the song says. There's a few words I don't use on here that I use in real life. What, Yo, oh, you let it? your you let your soul glow. Yeah. Oh my god, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> she didn't want to say it. She was like, I can't say it. I know, right? Well, come on. She, she was like, somebody say it. Yeah. She was like, I'm gonna send it to somebody. Somebody. Just let your soul glow. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Facts. Check it. Say that's literally what happens. There you go. YouTube is like You gotta start off every after party with that. YouTube is like uh Congratulations, your video is no longer monetized. Like dang. Yeah. What's that South Park meme? And it's gone. And it's gone. Oh my goodness. I don't got what else? Oh, I, I gotta get some more. Yeah. But uh yeah, you know, I, I, I realized like I just you know, I just wanted to keep it real with people, man. I just wanted to tell it like it is, and that's just what that video was. I was mad. You look at that video, I'm like, man, I'm sick and tired of 
I was just mad, bro. <laughs> because I I got so many friends that are photographers. Like I got so many friends that are photographers and videographers that I've been like, yo, take this course. Tell me what you think. Yo, I've been trying to get them to, and they just, they just booty photographers for life. And that's just, it is what it is. Like they don't want to make no money. They'll sit right next to me. And 10 of y'all will come on here celebrating wins, talking about X, Y, and Z, and they'll be sitting right next to me doing the same thing. And I, I mean, mean? And, and just do, and doing the same thing over and over <laughs> again. And I'll be trying to tell them, like, yo, let me. Nope. So I'll, I was I'm just going to be a booty photographer for life. <laughs> for, they be one for life. And I think why. you mentioned in one of your videos. If you're gonna do it, at least have the girl holding a bottle of Coca Cola yeah, or something. Yep, do yeah, something like, put, put something in her hand. I ain't saying you put can't some cold, put some. Make her do something like just you know you can do it. There's a way to monetize what you love. You just got to be smart about it. I'm not yeah, telling man. nobody to take my niche and do what I'm telling you to do. I'm saying you can do it. Just be smart about it. Understand where yeah, the man. money come from in this industry. Who paying? Better start your own OnlyFans. Right. Do something. Do something. Question for Alex. Do you still use the GH5 for most of your jobs? I hide it since 2017. Been considering upgrading to the Sony side, A7S III. But I'll have to get new lenses. Oh, you know what? I'm going to say today. I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> yeah, I got three GH5s, man. Like, I actually just picked up the third one a few months ago because um, I've been getting by with a lower version of the camera as my third angle. But I was sick of having to you know compromise on my color grading because it didn't have the it didn't have the low profile uh so i gave that one to a friend and bought another gh5 i mean i've i've made so much money with those cameras um you know i i love like i'm using it right now i love the system it's like do you know how many like this is going into territory ty would probably slap me for saying this but like you know how many lenses i got from gh5 <laughs> because i can get cheap ones i can get like this lens that i'm using costs less than 300 and it looks amazing it's the main lens that i use on my shoots i like i i if if it costs more than like three hundred dollars, I'm probably not buying it. But there's so many that are available for that price. I mean, you got to shoot manual, but you on a GH5 anyway. Why would you use autofocus? Um, so it's it's like it's such an economical camera for the image I get, the features it's got, it's weather sealed and all that stuff. Like and and like I if I want another one, I can get one for less than a thousand dollars. I'm gonna let them finish now. Go ahead you know what i'm saying so it's just like i i make so much money with these cameras and if i need another oh, i know you about to like i can see you ramping up but but uh you know i don't make so much money with these cameras and they're so cheap and and like i've never had a client ask me what camera i'm using so i'm i'm gonna say um to each his own like every it, it, don't get caught up in the tool right gh5s are great cameras you see what he can do with it um, no matter where you go, just make sure you, it's kind of like, I tell people all the time, cause a lot of people, the, the question that, that irks me the most is what camera should I buy? Well, it's like asking a chef, what knife should I use? I don't know what you're cooking. I don't know what you're chopping. I don't know. You need to, you got to figure out what, what you're trying to do because you may be in a world where you need autofocus and the A7S3 is it. Maybe in a world where you, it ain't a big deal and it, and it's not. So I think it's, it's really important that. Your niche, if you're in a niche with a fast moving su subject, 
autofocus matters to you. Like the A7S3 is the first camera I've ever used where I fully trust the autofocus. I've never had a camera in my life where I trust it. Or one. Period. I don't even know what that is. But so it just it it the the gear depends on what you're trying to do, your niche. You know, a, a, a sushi knife is completely different than if you cook in barbecue. You know, so it's just you got to know what you're cooking first to really make an, an accurate session. Yeah. And just to I fully agree with what you just said, because like would autofocus make my life easier. Yes, it would. And there are times I wish for autofocus, but the majority of what I shoot is talking head. The majority is, of it is stuff that I can light the way I want to. And so the, the weaknesses of the center of the sensor don't outweigh the benefits that I would get uh, from moving to another system. Cause I'd have to sell all, I probably have to sell all three of my cameras and all my lenses to get one a seven S three and two or three good lenses. And remember, if you ain't got two cameras, you ain't got one in this business. So if you can't afford exactly. to get two, you can't afford to get one. Yeah, I mean, you lock your, you kind of lock yourself in when you have a system. Unless you're independently wealthy and you can say, okay, I have a Canon system and a Sony and a Panasonic and I can take my choke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm saying. But also, I made it, my also- commitment to Sony before Canon came out with that. I mean, because this R, the R5, I love the colors. It is, it is, I mean, they, they caught up real quick. But you know what? I'm a Sony guy because I got that. That's why I'm locked. I got 30,000 invested in lenses. What am I going to do? I'm going to start trying to try something else now. You can, you can also, that question is for you as well, Alex, but uh, you can also adapt a lot of glass to, to Sony as well. And in, in most new uh, mirrorless stuff. So keep that in mind. Yeah. I use vlog for most of my client work because um, I've got the, the, the plugin that I use for coloring. It comes with a LUT built in that just makes my color grading easy. So like I slap it on most of my stuff if I've lit it, if I could control the lighting and it just it looks great. I throw a little curve on it and it's done. If you know I can go farther with it if I want to, but but usually I don't need to. Um there are situations where I just shoot with the natural profile, which is what I'm doing right now. And and it and that looks good too. Uh but a, a lot of times with my client work, I'm especially if I am like running gun and shooting B-roll in harsh conditions, I want to make sure that I'm getting the maximum dynamic range. And that's why I shoot V-Log. That makes sense. So y'all thought I was going down to Panasonic. So I ain't got no beef with them. It's whatever you want to use. Whatever you can use and you're good at, just go for it. I mean, you know. Yeah, no, if my budget was unlimited, I would have A7S3s. Uh, but, but my budget is not unlimited. <laughs> What you gotta do is you gotta get that ski mask, go hang out by the ATM. No, I'm just joking. We do uh, we do not the support the views. Is, the funny part is I lo- I love Sony for video, but I I had the chance to play with the uh, Canon R5. I love the Canon colors, man. I I mean I can't I can't I'm not that dude I that's like I'm the a fan colors. I've ne- I've I'm not a fanboy. Like I'll tell you I, this: when I went to NAB because I did a review where it was kind of like Canon, what are y'all thinking? Like we because when the mirrorless stuff was popping, it was slacking. Man, they wouldn't even do a, a, a interview with me without legal being right there on site. Like you can't ask that. What you mean I can't? <laughs> can't ask that? hold grudges. Yeah, like what you mean I can't act? Can't ask that. You say something else. I'm like, what? You you gave him too many throat punches, Ty. Man. <laughs> yeah. And I know people that personally work for Canon. And Canon kind of sponsored one of my movies before. It was like, what do you want? I want the uh, C300 gear. Get it? And I was like, bet. But when they came out with their mirrorless lineup, I was just being real with them. Like, this is not it. This ain't it, Chief. 
they, well, they did catch up though, because between, yeah, yeah. between the R5 and the C200, which I had somebody who shoots Canon do video for me for a wedding, the the C200 looks like it's film. It looks like you have oh, old school dumb. film, and the R5 has just got that like that that natural where you don't have to do anything to it. Yeah. Whereas you know and I know, Sony's always had that kind of magenta greenish kind of thing that you have to pull back. Well, then they and fixed that the A7S3. I think yeah, they fixed they, it. Well, even new with the Cinetone, it's much better now. If you go to EOS uh, HD, they have a profile, picture profile you can purchase for your Sony's to get a really good look, get a really good color science. So EOSHD.com. Yep, EOSHD. They sell a, um, they sell like a uh, picture profile that you can add to your Sony cameras to make them to correct any color issue they have, or that green magenta that you, the green magenta look that used to happen in a lot of the older Sonys. I bought it for every every Sony I got. I mean, you can use it for a certain generation, and then they come out with a new one. But definitely something to think about if you want to get canon light colors i mean to the point where you can put yeah. it next to a canon and you can't tell the difference because canon's just more red more orange yeah and um, and also if you uh if you if you check out some of the stuff by uh mondo bites armando ferrera he's a youtuber he shoots both canon and sony and he's and he's got color you know lutz or whatever that yo, he's created he's no matches canon and sony all the time me and that dude got into it this week armando ferrera <laughs> we got into I I kid you not we got into I don't I've, I don't go back and forth and beef with people on YouTube but let me tell you I'm a man if I got an opinion that's my opinion if you don't it's, it's not for you to tell me it's a silly opinion because you're Armando Ferreira like you know you invented cameras nobody else knows anything about them but you <laughs> he compared he compared the Sony FX3 right to a, a Canon C70 those are two different classes. And he said the FX3 punches above its weight class. And he basically said, you can go with either one. This has this, this has that. But I'm sitting there saying that's like comparing a Hellcat, $80,000 Hellcat to a $50,000 Mustang GT. There's two different classes. If you're going to compare, compare the FX6 to the C70 and the R5 to the FX3. He comes back telling me how silly my argument is and dismissing me as if I'm some kind of punk. And I'm like, yo, dude, you, you're an influencer. Don't talk to me. You you don't you don't eat with your camera. You you shill for Sony or Canon. I went on him. I went I went in on him. If you go and look at the, you go look at that thread. You'll see. And I was like, don't ever dismiss me. He like I was like, don't ever dismiss. I don't care who you are. You've been on that Flash from Academy channel, haven't you? Like that's what you're gonna come. It's on every day. Do me a favor and look up that YouTube with the he compares FX3 to a C70, and you look at L Dunk 95. I went in on him. I was like, listen, man, don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. You have to make your money too. Go ahead, keep influencing. I know what I'm being sold. You gonna have me fighting that, fighting that NAB? Man, you the guy that's telling to, these people that I ain't making no money on my camera. Armando, right? Let me say this. Uh, <laughs> one one thing I want to say real quick, and then I'm gonna get ready. We're gonna get ready to wrap because uh, we about to do the after party after hour. Um, one thing you got to be careful of, viewers, and and this is remember how I told you, and this is perfect timing for this. When I say creative, when I say create a competitive advantage, right? There's a term that's being used to describe certain cameras that you may have fallen for as a creative advantage, and it is the term cinema camera. Cinema camera is just a term that Canon has created to help it may help it be a creative advantage. A C two hundred. Why is that? How is that not a video? It's a video camera, right? It just has a cinematic look. If you go look up the definition of a cinema camera, 
There is no true definition of it. It's just a camera you shoot movies with. Well, I can shoot movies with an iPhone. What makes a cinema camera a cinema camera? There is no true answer to that. But people will fight you about this is a cinema camera and this is not. No, they just patent the term to call everything with a C in front of it a cinema camera. And Sony don't call everything a cinema camera. They have a cinema style or a lineup. So do the research. Look it up. There's people that are like, no, a cinema camera. Go look at what is technically a cinema camera. There is no hard evidence as to what exactly is a cinema camera. <coughs> it's just some manufacturers call their stuff cinema and some don't. But you can shoot a movie with everything. So what is a cinema camera? You, creating a cinematic look can be done with lighting and post-production. They really don't have anything to do with the camera. It's all about lighting, post-production. You can do cinematic shots. You can have cinematic movement. But if you do that with a video camera, would the image not look cinematic? There is no true definition of a cinema camera. Go look. I, I, you're gonna be your heart gonna be broken. They just put that red ring and that red C on your camera to make you feel like you're purchasing something that is good. But the truth is, there is no true definition as to what a cinema camera is. Go on Wikipedia. Go wherever you want to look. It's just gonna say a camera used to shoot movies. That's the soft throat punch. That's a soft. That's just a tap. He <laughs> said a, a camera used to shoot movies. That's I love all it. it is. So there she is. There she go. What we gonna do? There she is. I said broke ankles. Go ahead, girl. I ain't even bring it up. <laughs> so what we gonna do? You got you got any wins for us, Brandy? Before we close, we're we gonna close out and we gonna go to the after party. So don't go nowhere. Um, I got a win. I just got off a photo shoot. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> so, that. So, yeah, nice. man. Let's Any money is a win. Shoot. Soon I'm going to be driving my little Brinks truck. Hey, come on, pick this up. <laughs> come on, <laughs> So, yeah, on, I just got on. off a photo shoot. Hey, get the bag. Come Crop on, money, but up. hey. Yeah, we got, we got it. The bag is right here. I secured it. Go ahead. Tell us about your win while I get ready um, to put the rest of your money in. It was, it was just real simple. It was a, it was a uh, photo shoot that I did for um, a reoccurring client that I have. Um, it was for her brand. She did a mommy and me um, photo shoot as well as one of her clients. Um, she's a, uh, uh, oh, my goodness. She is a personal stylist. So usually she has um, someone she dresses, you know, and shows a thing or two, too. She has like a makeup artist come in, which is actually one of my good friends. And um, she, yeah, she does that. And that. I help her out and. You know, we're getting her brand together and all that good stuff, little bit by little bit. So I was happy. It was quick, fast, easy, in and out. And I, that's what it was. So I'm, I'm happy about it. any money is good money right now. Well, yeah, that's what I'm victory. Any money is good. No, I'm saying any money that's is good money. Anytime victory. I'm going out to go make some money, that's a good thing. Doing what regardless you of the do. amount. You want to you wanna buy a, a, a back screen for uh, that goes on your chair? <laughs> Don't do it. Don't Only eighty nine ninety nine. I'm not going to get caught Don't up. I'm not going to get caught it. up. See, you, you sound like the dude in the alley you right now. You go back and watch the, watch the live from earlier. Don't do it. Let me say this real quick. <laughs> I, try, I did a live unboxing for everybody, and they said I'm like one of the Victoria's Secret Angels. Red Bull ain't the only thing to give you wings. Let me say this real quick, and then, I, and then I'm gonna wrap and go to the after party. Uh, a lot of people say you should do a video about cinematic. Cam I did one, and they boy, I had to fight for my life with that video because folks, my Canon guy just you don't want to Canon sin assassins, right? They door. boy, they was after me, bro. Like they were ready. They were ready. So I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna ask you to do a few things. One, I'm gonna ask you to post what you've learned in this video. Let me go here because I'm going to get ready to restart that with two minutes to go. So stand by. 
One, one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you what you've learned in this video. If you want to go gold, this is where you go gold. So you can be a part of this thing. We got Zoom now, so we're about to have like 50 of y'all on here. And we're about to turn up. So I'm going to ask, post what you learned in the video. I'm also going to ask that you fill out this quick three-minute survey that will help me provide great content for you guys and help me provide what you need so I don't have to guess. I want to make sure I tell you what you need so we can take it to the next level. Because some people say, I want more of this. I want less of that. I, want, I need to know this. I need to hear details on that. I want to make sure I get that to you. So again, comments. Remember, post what you've learned. I'm going to ask that you join us uh, Tuesday at 1 p.m. If you're a gold member, jump on next Thursday with us. <laughs> right now, we're about to go to uh, about to go to the after party. So my gold members, you know, you can go to to the gold member election section, election section. I don't even make sense. The lecture section over on the community where you will see links to join this after party where Ty is going to end things and Tyrone is going to step into the building. As long as we have no recording devices on and we're going to chop it up and talk for a minute. So with that being said, I want you I want to thank you for being a part of this live. Um, man, I love to hear y'all wins. I love to hear things that you guys are doing. I love to see you grow and I love to have these conversations. So be safe. Turn up this weekend and I'll see you in the next video. All right. Go ahead. Get on out of here. Sit tight, y'all. We're actually about to redo that room, but sit tight because it's about to go down in the after party. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.